Hey, everybody, welcome to... Hey, everybody, we're live! Sorry, we started a little later today because I had some family stuff come up and I just needed some more time. Uh, so happy, sorry, I, I thought I had the list there. You gotta, YouTubing is hard sometimes when you do it all yourself. I've learned, had it unlisted all day. I was hoping some of you, you guys are hopefully know and found us tonight. Uh, doing a late night show here, talking about Batwoman, some other issues, and to do so, I did get my man Adon here. What's up, Adon? What's up, brother? How are you doing? Good to see you. Always good to have you. Hold on. Why is this? There you are. Oh, I got to close. Oh, what just happened? Remove myself. There he is. There's a full screen of Don. Beautiful Don. How you doing, man? How's, how's your week been going, man? Uh, a little bit of chaos, but uh, staying alive, <laughs> so it's always good. Staying alive. Staying alive. Ah, 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 ah. Staying alive. Uh, that's a good, uh, what, anything you want to talk about or no? Just just move on. Let's let's have fun. Uh, yeah, usual car troubles. Oh, car troubles. Yeah. That's how okay. it goes. I can relate. Mm -hmm. Ah, uh, well, welcome, my man. We're going to hang out, you and I. I might bring some of you in tonight just to have some fun. I haven't done that in a while. I see Ashley. I see Chris. I see Bunda. I see Crazy Uzo. Hey, James Taylor. Tyler, sorry. Tyler. James Taylor is always who I think of. Tony, what's up, Sathwick? Uh, we got Ty in the building. Christian. Jack. Cosmic. Latte. Sean. Iron Wolf. Me, Mastermind, David, March, my, he's rocking the red badge with Bunda. Bunda and uh, they got the longest, longest badges I see. Uh, thank you guys, everybody sticking in, watching us. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, look, tonight we're going to do whatever you guys want to talk about. We're just going to hang for a little bit. I do have a question for everybody because I, I just needed a drink. It's been a long day. I don't actually, I, only times I drink guys are like twice a week, maybe once a week, rather, I mean, on, uh, on these streams. I got my Malibu Don, right? Okay. I bought mm -hmm. one of those sets, and it came with, like, a can of Dole juice, pineapple juice. And then I put that Dole pineapple juice in one of these things. Well, my lady did. And then she left it in the fridge. But it's probably been there for, might be there now, three, four weeks. Does pineapple juice go bad like OJ? Should I not be drinking this? It doesn't smell bad. Uh, I mean, in my experience, it does. <laughs> That's what I'm worried. I'm like, <laughs> it's been in there an awfully long time. I can't tell because it's in a pink bottle. I'm probably getting, that's probably moldy and gross at this point, right? Ugh, I don't want to drink old pineapple juice. I mean, if it's in constellation, if you had alcohol, it disinfects too. Is that what it is? Do we have any <laughs> any smart people in the uh, chats to tell me is that worth drinking or not? I, I got I got an empty glass until I, I get enough courage to drink some old moldy pineapple juice with my uh, <laughs> Malibu rum. I'm not that much of an alcoholic, so there we go. Uh, let's see here. What do we got? Oh, uh, what's up, everybody? Yeah, I see some more people piling in. Thanks, guys. I know it's just sort of delaying a bit because I knew we started this late. It's all booze. Drink it up. <laughs> Pineapple juice does go right. It does go bad. So <laughs> it's like seven to ten days, just like apple, like uh, orange juice, right? Uh, well, I think orange juice has more preservatives. Mold on can get you, you drunk it. too. <laughs> I'm sorry, what'd you say? Like uh, usually, when you buy orange juice, a lot of it has preservatives. And like when I get apple juice, uh, pineapple juice, a lot of it is like more natural, and it just goes bad faster for me for pineapple tell. juice. I can't tell. I mean, and now it's all, it's all. I can't. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not. Do you now, get chunks in now there? It's, no, but now it's in my head. You know what I mean? Like now, I'm like, even if it's not bad, I'm gonna be like, this is bad. It's not. You can just it. swish it around a little bit. Does it taste a little bit different? Ugh, I don't. I don't do shots very well. I need like a shooter with it. Ugh. All right, whatever. I'll get water at some point. We won't drink tonight. 
Uh, beta male central. That's what's going on, man. I'm a beta male. No, I'm not. Come on, dude. I just like my. I don't like. I don't like beer. It tastes like piss to me. Never understood it. I'm drinking a screwdriver, so. Yeah, I'd rather if I had like a coke and some whiskey, I'd do that. But I don't like my uh, straight, gross uh, uh, beers and stuff. Doesn't not not my style. All right, but let's talk about stuff, Adon. We got some stories. We got some news. I got lots of stuff happening in the in the world of the internet. The big thing is uh, this Batwoman story. And uh, oh, apple juice. I might have apple juice, Steph. Which good call. At some point, I'll go do, while while Don's talking. At some point, I may just cut to him, and then I'll come back and I'll have my apple juice. Uh, but here's what's happening with this Batwoman story. I, I, didn't, I didn't jump on it like every, a lot of other channels are sort of. Oh my God, Batwoman! It's another uh, social justice nonsense, woke BS, yada yada. yada. Look, I, I have some thoughts on this, but let's let's look at the story before we do anything else. Okay, Don, I want to get your thoughts on this. Batwoman okay. cast a Javisi. I don't know how to say her name. Javis Javisa. Javisa? Javisa ja, Leslie. Javisia. Javisia Leslie to take over the superhero mantle. So there she is. Uh, and uh, Warner Brothers Berlanti announced that they've cast her. Uh, Leslie will portray Ryan Wilder, described as a likable, as likable, <laughs> uh, messy, a little goof, blue, goofy, untamed, who in season two will take over the Bat Mantle. Her casting as the first black actress to portray Batwoman in the live action perspective. So I'm going to get to her comment, though. She said, uh, go away. I'm extremely proud to be the first black actress to play the iconic role of Batwoman on television. And as a bisexual woman, I am honored to join this groundbreaking, sh groundbreaking show, which has been such a trailblazer for the LGBTQ plus community, she said in a statement. Ruby Rose, obviously, is the one who had to leave due to a difficult decision. I heard it was because she just was over it, and it was sort of a everyone was okay with the decision because apparently she was a pain in the butt rumors i heard i mean just she just didn't want to do tv as i think what it's about paying the butt or like personally i just i think she just was sort of like oh i didn't realize what i signed up for um she made a very difficult decision of leaving uh rose made her debut obviously yeah 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 in june uh, da, 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 kate's disappearance is one of the mysteries of season two uh i don't want to give away any of our surprises but dude uh, sorry i'm missing something batwoman put out a cast call for a new character uh, after some reflection and out of respect for Rose, the show's audience, she chose to move forward with a new Batwoman. In June, further clarified in a tweet uh, that they, the, did, the show does not have any plans to erase Kate. Kate's disappearance will be one of the mysteries of season two. I don't want to give away any of our surprises, but all of our devoted fans, please know that LGBTQ plus justice is at the core of what Batwoman is, and we have no intention of abandoning that. All right, so let's get to this, Adon, because I, I, I don't know this character. I know you. I asked beforehand, you know this character a little bit, um, not as much. Yeah, way to go, Marcus, using the Batman logo there. See, chatters, you got them. Uh, you can start spreading the Batman love. Um, look, I just I want her to be a good character and a good actress, and I want the story to be strong. Why do we have to market this so heavily with, uh, she's a bisexual, it's so important for the LBGTQ rights. I, look, if that's part of the plot points and it, it is naturally in there, great. But why do they insist on selling the show on it? It just feels like all that's going to do is kick up all these trolls and jerks who are just going to be like, oh my God, I'm not watching because it's woke. And honestly, this feels just like, you know, what it, is the show actually going to be good? Or is it so important that they just have, you know, someone who's bisexual playing the character that they don't even really aren't focusing on the character? Do you know what I mean, Adon? Like, why shouldn't we be selling this on the merits of she's a great actress? 
She's awesome. She was. I, she did another show. I forget about, but she's really. We're really excited about her plot line because we have some really exciting places it's going to go. It's going to be a different kind of character. She's going to be more funny. She's going to be a little bit more goofy, uh, and allows us to sort of justify why you know Kate's gone. Why is it always about the? She's black. She's bisexual. Please watch. Do you get any of that vibe, or do you feel like the character of Batwoman is so important that you know it needs to be said before the show starts? So. <clears throat> Well, I'll be honest. I didn't read the uh, the article before coming on uh, just now. So I was thinking, <laughs> funny enough, that she was going to be replacing, like, as the new Kate King. Like, right. maybe just multiverse her in and have her come in, which I was going to be down and sold for that idea, uh, especially if they were going to focus on her past and everything on that. But the sheer fact... Uh, that they're bringing her in as is, uh, I believe, Ryan Wilder is the character's name. To my knowledge, that's a standalone character. It's a completely new character that they're bringing in uh, to do the show. And uh, they're giving her a completely different background uh, for it. So, honestly, I really don't think it would have been necessary to have her gender uh, choices or anything of that nature be of that much of importance. I think it's, and I agree, it's more of a play to chalk it up. You know, oh, we have, you know, it's a twofer. She's a, uh, the first black woman and she's a bisexual. And uh, and we can um, capitalize this for the sales on it. The character, uh, Kate Kane's character in the comics being uh, lesbian is actually is heavily ingrained into her background. And uh, I did a quick study on the original Batwoman. The uh, it actually the reason why they kind of did it as a uh, making her a lesbian is actually a tie to the original OG Batwoman because people were afraid Batman was giving the impression he was gay. So the original OG Batwoman was designed to be a love interest, which that was the I think Golden or Silver Age. So yeah, I mean. There's a lot of good reasoning why they could have uh, kept her that way, but now that it's a completely new character, uh, unless they can tie it back to her background story, I don't really see it being as good. I I, I, I like the original Kate Kane's character motif. I would have rather see them just do it like a multiverse of her. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I just I'm, I'm I'm confused. I'm trying to read some of your comments too. Also, I went and got a quick drink. Woo woo! Now I'm ready. Uh, but yeah, you know, you, you, I'm glad you, I, I educated you on that because yeah, it, the, the changing of the character to me is a weird choice too. It's like, it's yeah. weird that, uh, Jim Clegg, what's up, Jim? Oh, you want to call in? You got Skype? You should come in and we should tell some old stories, Jim. Wow. Blast from the past. Jim Clegg, uh, Jim Clegg, if you have zoom, come on in. I'm going to invite some of you also later, but here you go. Uh, Jim Clegg's an old, uh, college friend of mine. That would be fun to connect. Let's talk. Uh, but what I was saying was, um, uh, hey, good to see you, man. Uh, what I was saying was, uh, I just don't understand why we're selling it. Uh, oh, I almost spilled my drink. Why we're selling it on these orientations. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's, it, it, like I said, it's, it's a twofer. Like, if, if, it's a way to catch eyes on it. Like, they're going to sell it. Like, the fact, oh, not only is she bisexual, she's a black woman, and she's going to be the first black uh, female uh, Batwoman. Uh, to uh, do this role, like in in comics and in general, so like it's a first ever, and I'm like, you're right, it, that shouldn't be the focal point. 
on it. And, now, and uh, to be clear, like I know there's a lot of people out there who are sort of hating on the show, saying, "Oh, it's woke. Look how desperate they're doing." It. I, I don't. I don't care that she's bisexual. I don't care that she's black. Great. We need more representation. I'm all about that. I don't. I'm not. A pro- I don't have a problem with the woke, but I do have a problem with the wokeness of let's market it as that. We have to now. It's like her. This this last line of like that's she literally says there at the end. Uh, Please know that LBGTQ justice plus justice is at the very core of what Batwoman is, and we have no intention of abandoning that. I, I, that's really the core of Batwoman? Is that the core of Batwoman to you, Adon? Like, I mean, I know it's a big part of the character in the comics, I'm not disrespecting mm-hmm. it, but why Why is that like the billboard? Like, it's like, can't that just be a part of her? And we, like, there's a lot to Batwoman beyond just that. So when you, when you, when you, that's the flag you're putting out there right away. Sure, great, representation matters, but shouldn't we be like focused on what the character is and that's not I, her sexual orientation why does that identify her her sole identifier as a character I, I and anybody in the comments or anybody who has a difference of opinion on this uh i did put the link out you're welcome to come in and try and, and, and change our minds so, to talk about it so i'll put it let up me there put again. it this way like it would be great like if if they kept it as like kate kane's character because in the and from what i know of it her character grew up military family went to west point and she got kicked out of West Point because uh, they advised her, lie about your sexual orientation. Don't confess. And like, uh, and, and just keep going. And she's like, I refuse. I, I am who I am. This is who I always will be. And she got kicked out. And, like, and uh, she couldn't continue. So her character was through that growth. And then she ended up getting in relationships and she was partying and then got in um, and met Batman inadvertently fall, uh, from being attacked by another criminal. Uh, and she defended herself very well because she's very trained. But that was her influence. She got in, um, met Batman, saw that, and was inspired to become that. And she continued her relationship, uh, met other characters, uh, even tried to uh, have a, a marriage uh, earlier on in the comics to another woman. And that was that was a big faux pas around when it came out. So that kind of stuff, I could see. Yeah, if you're going to continue with that, that's a heavily ingrained storyline based uh, that built her character. In that sense, um, but like this one, I just read quickly in the article, like the the new character that they developed, a former drug runner who just uh, is what's going to be Ryan uh, Wilder's character, and I'm like, no, if we're trying to like uh, you know harken up to like the greatness of her, and why were we throwing up a big stereotype like that? Why she got to be a former drug runner? Good point. Why? Exactly. We are our first African American star and she's a drug runner. That's pretty terrible. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it's like I, I would have been like, oh, she could have been the other other cousin of that Bruce Wayne. That family uh, doesn't have to be. Uh, they could be a multi diverse family for all we know. Um, but yeah, the, uh, matter of fact, in the comics, uh, uh, one of the versions of Kathy Kane, because Kate Kane is the last version. There was about like two other versions. One of the versions was the aunt of Bruce Wayne, um, not his cousin. So, like, they could have done so many different things with her character. Yeah, look, I want. I watched, I don't know, first five or six episodes of Batwoman. I tried. I did try. I wasn't just watching it to hate it. I ended up not liking it. Uh, but I just, it was, it was very soapy to me. And I, I do like a good soap. I like The Flash. Uh, I liked The Flash. It's gotten too ridiculous. But... This whole idea of Batman disappearing, Batman's on the run. We don't know why. It was already sort of weird and frustrating to me. It's like, and then he's just, and he talked. They talk about him a lot 
And so it was just sort of hard to like connect to Batwoman when like Batman is such a presence in the show. And then we don't even get to really understand why or what he left, you know? So to now think, oh, great, now Kate Kane's going to do the same thing. It's just like, so now we got Batman disappeared, now Batwoman disappeared, now we got new Batwoman. So we're going to have to do a whole origin again of why it took so many episodes just to get Kate Kane to like get the suit on and start becoming Batwoman, which I wish they just would have done from the beginning. But now... We're going to have to have another introduction to another. Oh, well, now someone else is going to stumble upon the Bat Cave. And, oh, well, maybe I should wear the suit for justice. and Or maybe she leaves a note. I, I don't know what the hell justification they're going to give it. But it's starting to get ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Just so I they mean, can keep Batman I... relevant in the, in the CW. Because they can't use Batman. But they're like, we'll use Batwoman. And the perfect opportunity. We got to get, we got to, you know, LBGTQ plus. We got to do it. Let's get that audience in here because I, I guess that's what CW is, is banking on. And if it works for them, great. No, no judgment. But it's just weird. This like the Batman leaves, Batwoman leaves. Now, how many times are they going to do it? I mean, they're just rotating through everybody. But I mean, again, that's what we were talking about. Like the multiverse theory that they heavily work on with the CW. That could have just worked. They could have just yep. threw her in. And then you didn't need, um, you could have added her background later, but then you'd be like, oh, this is a new Batwoman, like, all together, and then you don't have to develop her story right off the bat. You could just so like, boom, we got this Batwoman. Now you got intrigue. I don't know how she got here. Why is she, uh, why is she doing this? And then you lead off, like, she came in here, and now she, they swap places or whatever in that regards. Um, I call it the Miles Morales. You know, like you, you bring in uh, you, everybody loves Peter Parker. Everybody likes him, but then you spice it up by sprinkling in Miles Morales, and then you're like, oh, oh this, this it could be like this, and then that's that's what I thought it could have been, but no. Well, it's it also weird because it's like has have have how many Batwomen's have been played? Chat, can you help me? Like, aside from Ruby Rose, who else has played Batwoman? In like a uh, in a, in a like a live action version. I mean, there was Batgirl, which is different from Batwoman, right? True. Yeah, it, Batgirl's always been different. Um, there's only been the bat like if we're was talking about on, like, film Gotham? wise. Uh, to my knowledge, there's only been animated versions of Batwoman. There's okay. been like uh, the animated movie, the the Batwoman uh, one, where it was like after Mask of the Phantasm, and then uh, then there was also oh, was she a black girl too? But what I'm remarking on is why you think about that is like they're just making such a point of like extremely proud to be the first black actress to play the iconic role of Batwoman on television, which it's like there's been like one other person. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, it's not like I mean, great. I'm not disparaging. It's a big deal. Great. But like, again, that's like the first thing. So we're the first black. It's like they haven't really done a lot to black to a to Batwoman um, in on TV. I guess in cartoons, it could be a, a big deal too then but it just it's again because they're just why and the other frustration is things is just make a new character why can't we create new original characters why is the cw because they can't because they need batman involved in it. it's like how many versions of batman can we spin off and use the bat logo it to me it's just getting too much we got the batman coming out we, the people are saying they want ben affleck back uh we got mm -hmm. michael keaton coming back it's like Batwoman. Bat, it's just too many bat people for me it's like it's just, it's all starting to blend together where i'm just confused I mean, technically, uh, it is an original character in the sense that she never existed. That title, her name, never existed beforehand, to my knowledge. Um, but that's it. 
Uh, let me read some comments, you guys. If you want to get them in there, Super Chat, uh, Streamlabs, links are on there. Thanks for supporting. You guys can pivot where we go. I don't have a lot of uh, uh, top. I have a few other ones we're going to go. We're just going to be chilling with you guys. And I may invite some of you on if you want to. Um, but, uh, yeah, bring on. Come on in. Send over your support if you can. And we will read your comments on air and go there. But I did see one uh, coming in from Eon. It's marketing, Andy. That's all it is. Cringy, but all businesses. I mean, it's true. Like That's, what they're, that's why they use Batman. I get it. Uh, because it sells better than just, hey, our new female character would be a hard sell. But, you know, we should be focusing on the writing first and foremost. And I think audiences do want original characters and new chances. Uh, it's like Stargirl as an example. It's not an original character, but at least it's something we haven't seen, right? That's a character that's been sort of hidden in MIA for a while. So at least they're trying to like bring up an older character and, and make it more relevant. Um when, when she left, I just think they should have figured out another way to do it. Um, but they can't. So to, to suddenly, it's going to be very interesting. They have a lot of pressure on that to suddenly now, how they're going to justify <laughs> Kate Kane leaving and then another person now coming in after she already just sort of found the mask, put it on, and learned how to use it. Now we're going to do the same thing again for season two. Uh, that sounds incredibly boring to me, uh, unless you just jump right into it. But then you have that voiceover. It got the, do you guys watch? Any of you watch it? That a voiceover was so annoying. But it's like you have to do that sometimes to sort of fast forward through plot points. But anyway, I, look, I don't care that she's bisexual. I don't care that she's black. I really that to me should not be the as they said uh, the, the the what is it? What was the word they use? I'll make sure I use it properly. The um, uh, sorry, I missed it. That should not be. Uh, the very core of what Batwoman is. To me, there's a lot to Batwoman's core and any character's core. And sure, her bisexuality, her race are parts of it, but let's write the best character and, and talk about the plot points and who she's going to be surrounded by, and let's do that. When we start just saying, yeah, it's a great new show. She's black and bisexual. Aren't you guys excited? I'm just like, I don't know. For, I just feel like that's... Why is... Don, why are, are people's sexual orientation like my business? <laughs> it's like it's just like I get it if I get to know someone and they want to tell me then great they can reveal that to me but I, I it's so weird now that it's become such a not that I'm a prude but it's like I don't know it, just, it feels like something you should get to know like your sexual orientation your desires like as you get to know a person you'll learn that about them right not that people should be shy or hide them but why is it such a marketing tool now do you do you notice that happening more and more oh absolutely there's so many different shows and like they just throw it right in your face um and it, I, I get it. Like you you want to throw it out there so people can feel like they can relate to a, a particular character that much faster. Um, and say like, Oh, that person does this and I can relate to them or like uh, connect to them personally. Like I've never connected to a character that just like out of the blue says like, I like anime and I go, Oh, that's my favorite character right now. Or like um, I'm Hispanic and, and like I love that character. No, absolutely not. But if that character is I'm, I'm enjoying like their story comes out and they start enjoying it, then I, I'll find the connectivity in there because it's, it's like I look at it this way: if I'm watching a show or a movie, I'm getting to know that person. And it's like if I'm sitting, uh, I'm taking the perspective that I'm sitting across from them and they're just telling me their story and I'm getting to know them. The more I get to know them the more I feel like I can relate at that point. And then I, I can make that connection. And if there is a difference, then fine. I can embrace that difference better. Um, great example of this. Uh, it's a cartoon. I'm sure you haven't watched it. Voltron. 
Uh, I know Voltron. Don't I don't. I'm not that bad. I remember Voltron <laughs> as a kid. Yeah. No, no. The new the oh, new the Voltron. New I, on, all right, uh, fire. You caught me. Netflix. I haven't watched the new one. <laughs> <laughs> well, they um, it's, uh, spoiler. There is a gay character that's in it. I mean, it took uh, like forever and a day, but they made hints. And but like as the show progressed, like you see characters that were like liking to him, and then uh, as time went on, you're like, oh, he's gay, but he's still awesome and he's still good. And I'm like, you know what? Get with your boy. You know, get with your uh, like you want him, you want to support him as he's trying to uh, get with another character. Um, and I they just did another show on uh, Netflix does uh, with DreamWorks, where in the first season one of the characters was like falling for another uh, boy, and he's like. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't swing that way. And, and like, uh, and uh, and she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, Yeah, I like, I like guys. And it was like one of those situations. Like she's out there. It's like last person on earth. <laughs> she's stuck out there. He's he's the only boy. He's like, I only like dudes. So, but you can enjoy the characters because he is like he's like I still love you. You're you're my best friend. And then I'm like, Oh, that that's. She got friend zoned hard, but it, I can relate to her now because she got friend zoned. But you said it uh, well because it's like when you introduce it in a way that's just part of the story, then it's great that everyone can relate and enjoy it and be surprised and enjoy it for the characters in the story. But you yeah. know, when you sell it as this is the gay show, I, I don't understand. Then you really, I feel like you really are just all right. Well, this is for for a gay audience. Is sort yeah. of what they're doing. It's like, yep, yeah, if you're not bisexual and proud, then you're not going to connect to this show. And I do think it's off-putting for the rest of the world. And while we should have representation, and it absolutely matters, and I support that wholeheartedly, I don't understand why we keep marketing it that way. That's, to me, where the mistake is. Such an easy fix. If they made a cool Batwoman and didn't market it that way, and found a great actress and shot it well, I really think a lot of the trolls wouldn't be hating. They'd be watching it. And then the people that the you know the LBGT LBGTQ plus community would also be watching it, right? And then it would bring people together and create characters that everybody, even the seeming haters, <clears throat> could stand up and support. So it's just a very weird choice to just keep jamming it down, like as a, as our marketing tools. That I, I don't get why it's a thing. Sounds like we're gonna agree. There's not much of an argument here, so we can keep going. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> as I lose my voice, <clears throat> but I'm gonna clip this part. For YouTube, if you didn't watch the full show, you can catch it as a member, or I may be parsing some of these episodes out throughout the weekend, so stay tuned. You can also always catch it on iTunes, or I guess iTunes doesn't exist anymore. Apple Music, Spotify, other places you can get podcasts. Uh, and if you're a member of Popcorn Planet, guys, please, if you aren't already, you get the badges. Let's get some members tonight. Uh, join, and you can watch uh, the whole episode uh, right away at the end of the evening. Uh, so thanks so much for watching. Don, go check him out over at Nerd Tots on YouTube. The link is in the description below. If you're watching live, don't go anywhere. We are not done but i'm just clipping this ahead for the uh, uh uploaded portion of the show thanks for watching everybody we will be back in a minute actually we're back right now <laughs> see how that goes uh, -huh. uh but that way i have a cut point all right i'm gonna tape this portion all right it's the members only late night portion of nerd wars this one's not going anywhere but for you guys the live members and people who remember member member berries uh oh terry he said a paypal whoop 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 yeah terry how come i didn't get it uh Ooh. i just got it i just got it my man damn terry thank you my my man why didn't the alert go off? Did you do it through Streamlabs or you just did it through PayPal? Either way, you are a gentleman and a scholar. Thank you so much. Uh, from Terrence. Terrence, my man. Terry, thank you. Uh, here we go. 
Her thought from Terry and uh, 40. Thank you, Terry. Really, really helps a lot. Uh, if you would focus more on the Batwoman being a badass and allowing everything, everyone, everything else to flow naturally, I believe people wouldn't stress as much about her sexuality and ethnicity. I feel like I read your mind. I said that. I feel like at the end, <laughs> just as you were typing and donating it. So that, thank you for inspiring me. You're right. Why, why are we... Exactly, Terry. You were, you were right in the money. That's exactly where I believe, Terry, because it's like... Look, there are there are people out there who don't like aren't into gay people. That's a fact, right? In the world, there's people who are uncomfortable by them. There's people who actually hate them. But I would argue there's probably more people who are uncomfortable by you know other people and other orientations because they don't know any, right? They're not around them. They're 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 just not used to it. And so when you shove that down someone's face, yes, you should be proud. You shouldn't hide it. I'm not suggesting that. But when you shove it as it's it's the poster and the tagline and the core of the character. Well, then somebody who's not bisexual, it might go, well, I guess that show's not for me. And then the problem is like we're creating these subgroups. It's just, it, that's to me exactly the problem of like if you just made a really cool character and didn't market it as such, which is how it should be in real life. I don't walk around saying, hey, I'm straight. What's going on? Yeah, I'm straight. What's up? Uh, you know, it, you, when you get to know a person, you find out that sort of stuff as you get to know them. So all of that to me feels uh, important to like get those people who are confused or uncomfortable about other sexual orientations to like learn about it through a show and a character. I know like my parents, I know like and other like it like t- not just even them, but like I know like me growing up, like Will and Grace, right? Six feet under. I know they like, there were shows that, you know, uh, people would watch modern family did it too. But like, that's how a lot of people sort of got comfortable around more, you know, homosexual characters and stuff. And that's how you do it. You make a really strong show. You have some characters in there that aren't just stereotypes that are actually, you know, well-rounded written characters. And then people get used to it and people come around and people uh, don't care. But when we start selling it, and I get that now, there's a, there's a definition of woke or of this where I agree with it, where it's like the woke marketing to me is what the real problem is. Not the wokeness and casting, you know, LBGTQ plus characters. Do that, absolutely. But selling it as that to me is really what I think we're. Fi- I'm, I'm, I finally define. I think we all should sort of be rallying against it. Like, dude, stop, stop selling us to it that way. Just do it. Have it be part of the show and sell us on a good show. So Terry, Amen. Thank you for that support. I just saw another one come in. Thank you guys. You guys are using the stream. That was through Streamlabs. Make sure I have that open. Don, anything to add to that uh, for Terry's no, I thoughts? I agree a hundred percent on on that. You know, I would watch. Uh, a character that is a badass and I will be embracing whatever they their sexuality is because I will be entertained. No questions if or uh, or buts. Um, I will say this. I like I just recently watched a uh, warrior nun and there are characters in there that I would say are supposed to be badass and they're not. And I, they lose my interest a hundred percent. And the ones that are, I'm like, Oh, I am going to, I'm sold. I don't care what you're doing. You could be a bad guy or a good guy. And then like, I'm going to pay attention to what you're going to do next. Cause you seem awesome. It's true. Uh, make a good character is always the first drew drew skis. I see you. Thank you for that support. Bought a movie ticket today for empire strikes back early on Monday. I always dreamed of seeing it on the original uh, of the OT on the big screen, any movies you would have to go, you would have to go see to the theaters if they were showing it by you. Good point, because they are bringing a lot of uh, movies back. Um, 
They're bringing a lot of movies back now. Uh, Ghostbusters is like number one at the box office right now because they brought that back. Um, so it's an interesting thought of uh, uh, what what movies would we want to see live in theater? It's funny. I actually I was working on that airplane video. Soft plug. Go check it out on Movie World. It's it's so hard to get that stuff promoted over there uh, because it's older movies. I'm hoping there's a long curve because I'm proud of that stuff. If you've never seen Airplane, go check it out. It's how Airplane was made over on Movie World. Uh, but in movie airplane i missed it by week because i had some stuff i was trying to get done but it was the 40th anniversary over like the fourth of july weekend 40 years my god i feel old and done 40 years old is airplane but uh i saw I, I was just looking around and that night i was looking around they had it at the drive-in near me there is a drive by us there's a drive-in up by uh, it was brandon or whatever and so they were playing a double feature of airplane and wayne's world and i was like oh my god it's like this is like my double header but i, I it was all week and I, I only caught it the last day of the week and i couldn't go so i was really bummed uh-huh. but i was gonna say airplane would have been so fun to see in a drive-in and go in theater people laughing wayne's world's another one two movies i did over in movie world um so those are two i i saw they actually had out there, so it's 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 nice to see these theaters doing clever programming and pull some deeper cuts, classics that you can come see in the theater. I didn't get I was I was uh, one year old when Airplane came out, so I didn't get to see that in theaters. But I, I would love to. I did see Wayne's World in the theaters, and it was amazing. Ace Ventura, another one I remember as a kid. I loved as a kid in the theaters. But yeah, uh, ET would be really fun to take my kids to in the theater. Uh, Jurassic Park. I would actually go see that the original. I would go see the hell out of that again, or even Back to the Future. Back to the Future, I've watched now a bunch of times with my kids, but man, that holds up like crazy. Whoa, Don, you're going to tell me a nice. second, but hold on, we got some purple rain coming Nimble in. been looking forward to this since 3 p.m. at work, yay, starting the show of Andy. Woo, woo, woo! I can't see nice. uh, Marcos. Marcos, my man, dropping a, pur- a purple rain. That's the, f- the, uh, the $50. Oh, my God, you're feeding me today. Thank you, my man. Uh, that's why I do this. It's always hard some days. You're just trying to struggle through the YouTube algorithm. And when you get support like that, Marcos, uh, like all you guys, uh, T- and Terry, uh, when you guys do drop those big donations, I can't tell you how much it helps fuel me to keep going on this channel uh, because it, it can be tough sometimes. So thank you so much for that support, uh, pulling it out. Uh, yeah, looking forward to this in three. Good. I'm, so, I'm sorry I was late for you. Always here for you, Marcus. I appreciate you showing up. Uh, and uh, yay, starting the show off. Andy, yes, you are showing it right. Let's set the tone. Uh, I, I appreciate you. I see you, Marcos. Thank you so much for that. Uh, but Adon, I appreciate you too, my man. You love being, I love that it's just us. We can just chat, get to know it. What is the movie you want to see in the theaters? What would drive you back out there, quarantine or not? You know, you're like, damn, I got to see this in theaters again. What would it be? Uh, so I actually did not know about the airplane. I would have I'd loved to see airplane in theaters. Um, I actually, there was a time where they were having uh, Princess Bride at the Tampa Theater. And I was so frustrated that I didn't get to go. Um, and it's just because of the hours it was during when I, I found out last minute and it was while I was working and I actually would watch Princess Bride in the theater. Um, another one. Princess Bride. I, wow. They are, right? Yeah. No, it's a classic. It's a classic. I, I think that would sell good. Um, now, I actually would watch two you know of my top favorites. I was going to say that, you know, before you move on to that topic, <laughs> uh, Quibi is doing like the Princess Bride cheap remake with all these celebrities. I'm just like, man, I, I will. I, it sounded interesting. Like, I kind of want to see what this is, but I refuse, refuse to endorse Quibi still. Uh, but anyway, um, you reminded me. I mean, it's like Joe it, Jonas and Sophie Turner are doing Quib, uh, the Princess, and they got a lot of their cameos. But are. it's like a, it's like I'm like, oh my god, Quibi, you suck. Uh, anyway, but go the two more you were saying. Also, um, Chris, I, I, is this I'm Chris's idea, in- Steph? 
I, I got some Juicy Juice and Malibu. Oh, my God. This is like my new drink. You get some Juicy <laughs> Juice and some Malibu, and I'm just like in heaven. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, I always love Big Trouble in Little China, so I will watch that in the theaters. Um, and I would say it's a toss-up between Last Dragon or The Crow. Ooh. Yeah. And I think the crow, like if it was like around Halloween season and the crow came out, I would like I have to go watch this. Like with Brandon Lee's a crow, watch that in the theaters. I think that'd be great. Yeah, I I, I really want to rewatch the crow. In fact, I'm gonna, you you and I should rewatch the crow in the coming weeks, whatever month. Let's make, I'm t- we're setting a date. We can watch it together. Maybe we'll, we'll do it as a we'll invite some of the members too, maybe. But let's watch the crow so I can do a movie world video about crow because I'd love to rewatch it anyway, and then we can find some sort of interesting analysis to break down about that movie because that's one I loved. Is it ninety three? No, ninety uh, five. I'm totally guessing. <laughs> Was I, mean, I right the first time? No, wasn't City of Angels ninety five? Is that the second one? Crow City of Angels? Uh, Am I crazy? Uh, let's see, Crow that came out in '94. You were like, I was calling '94. '94 was an amazing year at the movies. That's why I remember '94, '99 were like the two years. I'm like, damn, '94 was. Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. '94, we got mm-hmm. Shawshank, Pulp Fiction, uh, Farce Gump, Speed, Lion King, The Professional. Uh, you had uh, uh, Ed Wood. I think also was that year, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, you had the crow. Uh, I know there's more. I'm forgetting, but uh, man, '94 uh, was epic. No, you're right. There is uh, so many. Wow, I just googled '94 movies and the uh, the list of films. We I remember we did for those that remember we did a movie fights 1994 edition because I was just like, there's no better year than 1994. So many amazing. Uh, David March, thank you, my man, investor level. David March. Thank you for keep them coming, guys. It always helps, uh, and he helps a ton. I, I love you, David. Lawrence of Arabia in theaters, hands down. That would be fantastic. I would totally would go see good. that. So would like Wizard of Oz, honestly. It's always fun to watch that. They uh, do that every now and then at the Tampa Theater. I know that. I got to go when it's back. 94. Oh, sorry. I'm not, I wasn't even done. Ace Ventura, The Mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, man. Did you say True Lies? Uh, no, I forgot True Lies. Yep. You, gotta, you can't forget True mm-hmm. Lies. Uh, um, Dumb and Dumber. My God, that year yeah. was that was the Jim Carrey year. On top of everything else that was blowing it up on two ninety four, that was the one the th- one two three punch of Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber. Can you believe? Do you guys even realize Jim Carrey dropped all three of those in the same damn year? That was wild. Uh, that was an untouchable year for uh, Jim Carrey. Like he could do no wrong that year. He was just. Everybody loved them, no and matter what. Speed is still, I think, my favorite Die Hard sequel. I don't know. I just love it. Uh, Blown Away, <laughs> it, actually. It could was, have been a Die Hard sequel. Blown Away was not terrible. River Wild, I didn't love that, but it was in it. Oh, we can go up here. Top movies. I was still going to check it. Uh, did you say Forrest Gump? I did. Stargate. That was another. Unusual Suspects. And Natural Born Killers. I knew there was more. Yeah. Uh, Legends of the Fall. Interview with a Vampire. Uh, the Crow. There it is. The Crow. Mm-hmm. Blank check, guys. Baby's Day Out. Uh, disclosure. That was like uh, that was like the reverse Me Too back then, where Demi Moore's harassing him. It was like uh, the Amber Heard story. Uh, my Girl. Clerks. How could I forget Clerks? Camp Nowhere, guys. Come on. I should just do a whole uh, month of Movie World with 994 videos. Uh, I mean, there's plenty of golden gems in 94 that... Above the Rim? Street Fighter, guys, and Double Dragon. 
oh, I remember Double Dragon. <laughs> oh, God, the awesome. specialist was, awesome. was terrible. I was like, oh, cool, Stallone and Sharon Stone. And then it was like a big, he just showed his dong, and then I think was the big deal. Is that Generations? Yeah, Star Trek Generations. Maverick. I loved Maverick. Mm-hmm. And that's right. It was the specialist in Color of the Night was the year where like Bruce Willis and Stallone were both trying to show their dongs in movies. Uh, I don't know why. I, rem- I just remember that was like a big deal. I guess I was obsessed with their dongs, guys. Reality Bites. Another great one. Uh, anyway, have I proven? Have I, am I correct in proving that 1994 was a damn good year for movies? I, I personally think so. Uh, I mean, they even have Alec Baldwin's The Shadow. That's right, and Cabin Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember Cabin Boy. Oh, my God. Junior. Oh, the Hudsucker Proxy. I love that one. Oh. Oh, that was the same. Yeah, they had Swan Princess around that Let's see if too. they're right. They're guessing which ones I would, the top picks for me. Huh, interesting. New, new, uh, new, I think New Nightmare was good. Actually, I haven't seen that one. Uh, all right, they were pretty close. I don't know what the hell this movie is. Oh, West Crescent. I didn't like New Nightmare. I don't remember it. I know some people do, and some people don't. Richie it, it wasn't. It was like out of continuity, where they try to play it off like uh, West Crape, like real life, and all of a sudden Freddy Krueger was coming to our reality. As Mary was. Shelley's Frankenstein. Did you like that one? Uh, isn't that the one with uh, Robert De Niro? Yeah, Kenneth Branagh. Uh, I remember it, and I was okay. I was okay with it. Four Weddings and a Funeral. I didn't like it, but that was a pretty big movie that year, too. Anyway, I love Trouble. Oh, my God. I'm just like, this is like, I was, this was like me at 14. So I was really into movies. So I saw all of these movies. Immortal Beloved, I remember, with uh, Gary Oldman. Is that a Beethoven? He's Beethoven, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, Time Cop. Yeah, this is my era right here. Time Cop. Oh, damn. Time Cop was great, too. Highlander 3, guys. I mean, what a year. Anyway, can anyone, def- uh, sorry, I see some others coming in here. I want to make sure I didn't miss all of your supporters. Uh, thank you guys. Keep it. I got um, this. This apple juice and rum is is toasting me up. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna put me to bed tonight. I love it. All right, who on? Let's see what else. You guys sent some other support. Ask your questions away. Uh, we got here. As I refresh, uh, thank you guys for bearing with me, uh, Marcos. We hit uh, uh, Jay Will. Thank you, Jay Will. Uh, in your absolute honest opinion. Who should be the next big actor cast in the MCU, and why do you choose Jesse Plemons? <laughs> uh, I do like him. I like him a lot. Uh, I, I, he's even gotten like fat, and I still like him. You know, <laughs> he's. Are you looking up who Jesse Plemons is? Yes. <laughs> the like, uh, I. Uh, he was in Breaking Bad. He was. Uh, what's his name? Yeah. Todd in Breaking Bad. I honestly still don't know who he is. Oh wow, you don't know who Jesse Plemons is? He's done a lot mm-hmm. of interesting little parts. Uh, yeah, dude, he would be great to add. Who who do I want in the MCU? I don't. Can I say something unpopular? Am I allowed to Don? I, I, I would say, go ahead. I'm losing interest. I don't care anymore <laughs> about the MCU. <laughs> you know who I want? I want. I do want. I want uh, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt as the Fantastic Four. I think that's a really cute, fun... I like them both. I think they're both yeah. really talented. He's a great director. She's a great actress. I think that's a perfect, likable, but serious role that he could pull off. They're already a couple. They seem like they're adorable. 
it's like, duh, why would that, how can that fail? Like if they, and they, I know they both want to do it. It's like one of those like, dude, why that better be written ASAP. Cause that, that would get me excited if they could finally crack a good fantastic four and put two really strong, likable characters, real life couple. Maybe he gets to help direct a sequel or whatever. I'm all about that. Cause I, I think fantastic four could be a really fun, perfect Disney Marvel, exciting adventure movie that could take them into a new level that we haven't really gotten yet. Cause I, I don't hate I'll say it again. Another pop. I don't hate those Jessica Alba ones, but they're just so silly that I feel like if you could still take some of the fun of those, like Chris Evans is pretty fun in it. If you take some of the fun of those and do it in the real, actually MCU style, you got something great there. And if you cast those two done. So I, I got to say that would get me excited. That would get me. Spe- do you have anybody in your mind? Uh, so you're like funny enough that you said fantastic four, because I remember watching like the Harley Quinn show recently and I wasn't thinking about like a live action person, but I like I would love. I actually liked the voice of Michael Ironside because he was doing um, Dark Side, and I'm like, he might be a good uh, the thing. Like, if you just bring in the Fantastic Four and you don't do like their origin story, you just do the thing as the thing, and then you have his voice doing it. I personally would uh, like to hear that because I I feel like he has that raspiness and so forth on it. Yeah, I'm down for that. Uh, well, there you go. I, th- I, I, I can't see. Sorry, I was looking at these. Co- I want to get one more comment in here because I looked over here. I missed your s- super chats. Uh, bunda, bunda, bunda. Bill Simmons said about Quibi, it turns out people just want to watch dumb S in their phone, not a $1 million episode of something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's, that, it, it, you couldn't have said it better, Bill Simmons. You mean people want to watch people getting hit in the face or TikTok or... Instagram garbage, Facebook crap. You mean that's what they actually want to watch on their phone? Not $2 billion series starring uh, Chrissy Teigen and uh, the girl from Game of Thrones? You mean people don't want that? They're they're so out of touch. How could they not know this? Uh, Wild. Who would have thought, right? Who would have thought? I would never saw a comment. Dude, that's why that pisses me off. Katzenberg has done some really smart things. I didn't know Katzenberg was, if you watch my video, you learned Katzenberg had a part of making Airplane happen. Um, Jeffrey Katzenberg. That was right when Jeffrey Katzenberg and Michael Eisner both worked at Paramount. And then Eisner went to do Disney and then Katzenberg got all jealous and he went to go do, uh, was it DreamWorks at that? I guess right after that soon. Uh, or he did whatever he did. The compete. Was it, uh, did you do the Don blue stuff? Anyway, mm. that bef- they worked together before they sort of then tried to kill each other. Uh, but I didn't know that was a point where both Michael Eisner and Jeffrey Katzenberg got airplane together, which is crazy. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, <sighs> Katzenberg's mistake of Quibi is too massive for me to sort of just ignore. Uh, why would I pay for for? Uh, why am I? Why are you, why are you making me watch it like this? I can't. St- if Apple had just done it in the beginning when the phone came out and they had actually been smart, they would have made you have to turn your phone for all video. If they had yeah. just done that, everything would have shifted because people would have eventually just gotten used to it. All right, I'm scrolling, scrolling. All right, oh, I got to turn it. Maybe people would have done it. People might have been annoyed, but they would have done it. Oh, yeah. But this new like forcing of format because Apple made a phone in this side for your finger, it's not impossible to hold it this way. You can still scroll holding it this way. It's like you, you could have designed it in a way that wouldn't have made every content creator in the world have to make two versions of a damn video. It's ridiculous. Facebook, Instagram, they all require you to crop it. So could be thought, well, let's just do a cool new thing that they stole from some other technology. I don't get it. Don, do you ever... Do you really like if I see a trailer or something on 
like Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, I, I get annoyed because they always put it in that square half of the format where you don't get to see the, the whole thing. And I I'm always go look at it on YouTube and then at least turn my phone so I'm at least getting the picture. Do you ever, do you have, do you care or do you actually try to uh, make sure it's in the full landscape too? I, I actually typically, I would say 98% of the time, no matter what format I'm watching, landscape. I, 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 I am master of holding it landscape mode and shuffling through with my thumb. I, I got that down. <laughs> right? You guys in the chats, you must, do you have that too? Oh, sorry. We have a special guest. Ooh. We got a special guest. Sorry. I, oh, oh, I got. Oh, no way. Is he there? My, sorry, I just. I didn't even see you guys waiting. I'm sorry. Is this? Is my butt? Is he? Is this gonna work? Oh my God! Is that Jim Clegg? Jim. Jim Clegg. Oh my God! This is a blast, guys. I haven't talked to Jim in so long. I love Jim Clegg. Uh, oh wait, he's connected. His, his audio syncing. Uh. Let's see if this works. You guys are gonna meet a an amazing, a big horror guy, Muppets and horror. It's Jim's Jim's bag. Uh, while he connects his audio, you get to get some college stories from me. How's that sound? Uh oh, he's connecting his audio. Sorry, I, I took so long. He's connecting his audio. Anyway, what were we saying? I got this. There was too much. I put too much rum in this drink. <laughs> <laughs> are you wasted? <laughs> yeah, I'm already wasted. Jim, dude, it's so good to see you, man. Dude, how you doing? I, can I can I set up can I set up who you are to the audience as you're live here? Sure. Uh, so Jim Clegg went to Adon and everybody else. Ad meet Adon. Adon, that's Jim. Jim, that's nice Adon. Nice to meet you. So Ad Jim, I met at uh, in Maine. I went to when I after high school. I had been like kind of a film guy. Like I already was getting into it. I won a little award and I was like doing okay. And uh, I decided to go to film school in Maine, which is such a weird, stupid choice. <laughs> so I went to this place called Rockport. It was called Rock. It was was it called Rockport College, or did they call it the workshops then? I can't even remember. And, well, the the summer thing was the workshops, like when people only came for like a week or a month or whatever. That's right. And then Rockport College was the college, and it's called something completely different now. I don't know what it's. It's, it's like yeah, it looked. It's weird. I'll t I have a follow, remind me. I I visited it. I think I told you. I, we actually that's what yeah, I Facebook. Yeah. I got to visit it. Went to the wind jammer and everything. Anyway, long story short, I went to this college in Maine, and it was such a weird experience because. Uh, it wasn't accredited, so we were doing it for nothing. <laughs> we were just yeah. doing it for shits and giggles, and it was like I don't know how many people were in our class—ten people, less. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It, well, it's weird because you only went for the one year. Right. I gave up. I so, met a yeah, girl. So I, I saw. I, I was about to give up, and I was just like, no, 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 no just finish it. Yeah. And um, so yeah, the class got bigger the second year, but got it because we were like ten. We were like we also were. like one of the first years. It was still very new when we did it. Yeah, yeah, it was very, very new. I don't remember how I found it. You were like at least closer because Jim's from New England, but I, I, I don't know how I stumbled upon it. But I thought I don't want to go to the traditional school. I want to go to this little, cool New England town. And the best part of it was like getting to experience a year in Maine. Actually, was really great. No other state in the world experiences the seasons as beautifully as Maine. I'll never oh, forget God. that the fall yeah. is gorgeous, and then the winter is my God, you get the snow, and then the do summer. You remember, do, do you remember getting your car stuck <laughs> in the? <laughs> I had a Jeep Cherokee, used Jeep Cherokee, and that's right. I fell into a ditch. Well, yeah. hold on. I'm setting up all this tone so you can understand why Jim and I go back. So we we, are, <laughs> we didn't have a dorm. So this place was like this little weird, crappy place in the middle of in Rockport, Maine, if anybody knows. Yeah. And uh, 
There was one building, and then they had a couple like stupid little things. And the most exciting part was they would have we'd have lobsters every Friday, is what I always remember for lo- for yeah. dinner. Uh, but anyway, well, you yeah, had a choice between steak or a lobster, depending that's right, on what that's you right. like to eat. But of course, know? I'm like hell's yeah, I don't, I'm not a Maynard. I'm gonna have the lobster every chance I could. But anyway, they didn't have dorms, so they like took over a motel, and so our dorm rooms yeah. were a motel. And so I met Jim because Jim was sta- he was you had a roommate with Mike, right? You got you and Mike yeah. at first were roommates. Yeah, and we, I, we were in Marshall out. Like th- this is. I moved all around that school as far as where you could sleep. I went from Marshall House, which was like the fraternity type of house thing. Then there was the Windjammer. Oh I moved God, there. Marshall and house. then there was Kate's Cottage, which was a little cottage in between the two. And then they built dorms during the second year. And I slept in there for a while because the place that I was living had a carbon monoxide leak or something. And. Wow, good, good, good plug for Rock Punk College. Anyway, we stayed at the oh, wind, it was the Windjammer Motel, and it was just a weird. My college experience was living in a motel room, and I think I did pay more to have my own room because I was like, I'm not going to yeah, live in a motel. Do, yeah. I'm not That's living what, in a motel yeah. room with somebody else. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know if it was a lot much, but it, anyway, I decided to do that, and then I was like, me and that guy Charles next to me was a stoner. Uh, not yeah, he was. Oh God, I forgot about him. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the uh, so that was like our college wow. experience, and so it's this weird film school in Maine, and it's just interesting to tell you guys because I I have I, I, people always ask me should I go to film school? Should I go? Here's why I liked going to film school. I liked going to film school because I met Jim Clegg. Sorry for the whole setup. I met Jim. Oh, I, had, you. I met Jim, and there was Mike. There was other people there. Tony, Lindsay, Joe, all these people that were really yeah. Heather. Where there was a bunch of people over there. I remember very well. Uh, Mark. There were some great people in the in our class. Uh, yeah. But I love Jim the most because Jim just went and shot with me. I had this little like old mini DV, a Sony camera, and yeah. I was just so bored with the classes and I was like dying to be there and I was just ready to make content. And Jim was the same. We were very like-minded in that. And so, and then I was more the alpha and Jim kind of followed along. And I think Jim got annoyed by that. I want to ask him honestly as we go, but I, I clearly, people know, like I take charge. And so I would grab the camera and be like, Jim, come on. And then Jim just played along because Jim was a happy-go-lucky, awesome dude. And we made these amazing short films out there. We should, I should find some and dig them up. But we, I would if shoot you these. you can like, find them, I lost them in my many moves. I don't have them. I anymore. have them, but I, they're on mini DV tapes. I don't know how, I need, if someone can get me a mini dv player i have so much stuff i could unearth i have the tapes i think but i don't okay. have them digitized and then my camera broke so i gotta uh, find yeah, a mini yeah. dv i got if you have a mini dv camera still that plays that i can export I it maybe we'll talk right me because if you send it to me i can try and uh ingest them and then I, I could do it but anyway long story short we would do these amazing little short films uh between college classes and i i didn't learn anything at that school I didn't learn anything at that school. I liked our psychology of dreams with Sally or whatever was a good, interesting yeah. course. We learned about it was uh, a slow movie. It was a, it was definitely a slow moving school, but it picked up the second year. It was very wax on, wax off the first year, and that's what you got. And they yeah, wouldn't let us shoot. Year. And so, I, my point and advice, and and talking to, and having this recollection with Jim, I made a point to like, I'm gonna go film. Like, I'm not gonna yeah. waste time sitting around just being a dumb idiot, getting involved in all the orgies that they were, that were going on at that school. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's like, don't bring that up. Uh, <laughs> no comments. <laughs> uh, that was awkward. Anyway, uh, <laughs> my point was, uh, I was like always about shooting, 
And so anyway, my recollection of it all, I'm sure I was a pain in the ass to Jim. I, I, I'm ignoring probably some of the pain in the ass moments, but I, I look back with such fondness of that time without anything else. I'm just like, let's go be creative. Let's go make yeah. little fun movies and improv. And we made one together that was just as much Jim's as it was mine of this Kermit short, which I think I still have on YouTube. You uh, do, but yeah. you take all the credit for it. <laughs> did, did I? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, that sounds I'm like the, I did. That sounds like something I would have done. In, in, in it, which is fine, but that's exactly what I was. So, I yeah, no, I was a dick like that. I was a dick like that. I I, I will I apologize in advance because I I, I was I, I had an ego. I've apologized that for years, yeah. uh, and I'm trying to be better. Which is at why it. I think your your channel is very funny because you say stuff in your various videos that are just like yeah. I totally remember that. And, it, it, you know, just you being certain ways or whatever. It's amazing what you don't think of for 20 years. And then you watch, you know, you being live. And you're like, oh, yeah. Like, we're doing that right now, too. So Yeah, no, but look, I love it because I, I love I, you got to guys, you got to grow as individuals. And I think, you know, there was a I do think the reason I, I got successful was because I was an asshole. As weird as that is, stop. That's the yeah. That you didn't stop being an asshole, but you didn't stop working. (laughs) It was both. (laughs) But Jim, be honest, it was both. But my point being, like, it's weird because you got to be a little bit of an asshole to succeed in that town because you got to keep making. You got to take the credit. You got to kind of and you you, yeah. And you got to just sort of do it. And I, I, granted, I I do think there were worse people than me. But yeah, I did. I probably stepped on more people and friends than I should have, and I feel bad. I do genuinely feel bad, and I'm glad we could talk and sort of try to make up because it's like, look, I know Jim was equally as involved in that short, but you know, I, I felt like at the time, like, well, I did it. I came up with the music. I shot it. He was doing the puppetry. He was there creatively. He helped all, all along, but then my head sort of just was like, I have to excel. This was mine. I'm going to do this. Da, 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 da. Um, and uh, I realized that didn't get me as far as it could have. It got me. It made more people less wanting to work with me, and then you, I quickly realized, no, you got to share that wealth and not be an egomaniac and selfish because they're, they'll work harder for you. They'll be want to support you. But anyway, long story short, Jim was very vocal. As I said, was very, was a partner over there. We made so many funny little shorts. And that Kermit one was one that I just remember always people were like, that was freaking brilliant. You guys did so well. And that we did this puppeteer. I, don't, I, don't, I would play it, but YouTube will ding it. I'll send it to you guys. Maybe we can just play it. I don't care. Uh, but we did this thing that Joe Cocker's you, sir, you're, you Are So Beautiful with this Kermit puppet that Jim had and your monkey puppet that Jim had. And yeah. my, Jim was amazing at puppeteering. And we did this. What was so impressive, actually, looking back on this day is it was all done in camera. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah, we did it. There was no editing. I didn't have I didn't. We were learning how to use editing gear, but I we shot it in order. We shot yeah. it like in the in, we shot it in camera. And then my camera at the time had this audio dub feature that I realized it had. And then I hooked up like a Walkman to it. And I like literally had an audio dub feature that like let us put soundtrack to it. So yeah. that that was like the coolest part that I was proud of, too. It was like that. It really came together without using any editing. And it just shows like you don't need fancy shit. You just need creative people to go be creative with and try and go do it a bunch. And then one of them will crack. And I know that yeah. video got a lot of attention for us at Maine. And then he did well on YouTube a little bit. Uh, but anyway, that long story short, that's how I remember Jim. Jim was like a, such an amazing, fun friend uh, who let me walk all over him and make take his <laughs> take his work and make amazing work. But I had such a blast doing it. And I, I felt bad afterwards. But uh, let's hear Jim's side of it, Jim. So how do you remember things? Uh, which part of things did, did I, well, I mean, give a, whatever you want to say, but give us a, a truncated version of sort of what I said. Uh, yeah, well, YouTube was new at the time that you posted that on YouTube, or it was like at least new to me. 
and I didn't have anything up on there. And so then when you put it up, I, I see my my main uh, memory of that movie is like the VHS, which that I still have, where it's it was credited a sequence by. Andy Signore and Jim Clegg, or Jim Clegg and Andy Signore. I don't remember the. Oh wait, so you're. I did give you credit in the original version. Oh, in the original, when we were in school. For but then sure. when I, I think you're right. But when I put it on, it, uh, I put it on YouTube. I still, yeah, yeah, I took yeah. away your credit. I th- probably at that point by stupid because I thought, oh, I'm, uh, no one knows who you are, so I got. Well, it had been a few. It had been a few years yeah. and anyway, whatever. So, but so, I, yeah. I that, thank but you. I'm glad I, I did. Get, we did split like, the credit originally, but then I became a douchebag. That makes more sense. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, whatever. I, I, you know, a ton of people. Um, who I hung out with then, who I showed it then, still like watching it now and like the fact that it's on YouTube. It's something that they remember, which is cool, you know, to have friends that like your old movie stuff. What was it called? What did we call it on YouTube? Uh, the original Sad Kermit, because everybody had a Sad Kermit thing. Oh, uh, that's right. I just I tried to jump on that. I honestly think I just did it because I was trying to get... We have 40,000 views on it. Should we watch it? Yeah, I don't know if you'll be able to hear it. Can you hear it on Zoom through me? Hold on. If I share my screen with you, hold on. Let me see. If I share it, you might be able to hear it. I hope. But guys, it has a song that's going to completely ding me. But whatever. Let's play this because you guys can get a sense. Because <laughs> let's do the commentary with uh, with with Jim and I. Here we go. Hold on. Do you guys see this now? Okay. Here it comes. Yes. Do you hear it? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Good. It. Okay. Cool. This was in Rockport College. What what year was this? Ni- 2000 and... Uh, no. This, this is 1999. Yeah, yeah. 19, 1999. So a whole seven years. There's Jim Clegg. Yeah. Slowly learning how to grow facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> do you still have that, Kermit? I do. <laughs> Actually, in this room somewhere, I think. I do. Wait, was that in the same motel? Yeah. This is my, this is the Windjammer. That's our motel room. All of this shot in order, remember. You are so beautiful. <laughs> you know what though? I think we did this over a couple of days though, because we did. We you're right. No. We did it in order, but we we just we did this in a separate day. Yeah. Because you did a bunch of takes, right? And then we we own this take. We watched it back. We're like, that was the take. Yeah. I know that when it goes past this, it was. Yeah, we're getting demonetized, David. I don't care anymore. Send over your love, guys, because I'm not. That's why I'm talking. We're talking. Keep talking. (laughs) You're right. We can at least lower the volume of Joe Cocker. (laughs) Everything I hope for. We can sing it, Jim. What a beautiful song. You're everything I need. Get ready, guys. So, Look, is this sweet? Isn't this kind of sweet? Adon, is this kind of sweet? It's, it's adorable. Look at this. How cute this monkey. Jim at the puppeteering, dude. You were like a Henson. I always thought you were just going mean, to be I, some Jim yeah, Henson. That's, yeah, that's what I wanted to do. You still can, man. Don't give up. Oh, I keep yeah. Feeling like, uh, Miss, uh, Miss Look at that. Then, like, was I doing the monkey? You were doing the monkey. Yeah. I was doing the monkey. I was like, no, no, I'm not beautiful. And Jim's like, look at Jim's getting in my eyes there with his Kermit. He's like, no, you are beautiful to me. <laughs> you are. Get ready, guys. This is. It's so. This is such a weird short. Yeah. <laughs> but I, anyway. 
Look at this. <laughs> the hand is so real. It's <laughs> creepy. He's just like staring him in the eyes. Like, oh, look at that. Yeah. There it goes. Oh, and the music. That's what happens when you fall in love fast. You know what happens? Oh, monkey. Definitely weren't alone either. There were people watching us film this, laughing as you know. So it was days. less creepy that we were right. There was an audience at least laughing as we did it. Yeah. <laughs> Team Sus. Woohoo! Look at him. But wait, then it as if you think, oh, it's just a stupid thing. But then we did all this. Yeah. This was um from the Truman Show. This song, Philip Glass from the Truman Show. Again, remember, guys, all in camera. I did that media audio switch using a. Uh, that transition audio even happened in camera. I don't know how the hell this I did that. Is, this is me crawling on. <laughs> you were like on your. <laughs> yeah, so I'm on my like hunches or whatever, and I got my hand. <laughs> and we did, we crossed the street a few times with that. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> this is all in Rock. I visited. This is Camden, actually, Camden, Maine. It's a beautiful town. And I remember I just visited it. I, I took a picture of that bench, the Kermit bench. Yeah. There were a lot of artsy people that we went to school with, so I think yeah. this was like it's rubbing off on us. We were trying to impress them. Well, I, I think that we were trying to not be dumb for one movie and try to make something. <laughs> something at the end. But this, I love. This is my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> we could be artsy too, guys. Yeah, it was like we can do a we can do that sophomoric joke. <laughs> Bunda says, "Okay, I'm convinced Andy and Jim were lovers." <laughs> <laughs> it's college, Bunda. Don't come on. Don't judge. It's an art school, man. Now look, he was looking at the fish, and now he's looking at the gravestone. I love that shot. Oh, so that now, was, was I pulling you around during these shots, or were we doing these together? I don't even remember. No, we were doing all of this together. Yeah. We were just we were bouncing off like what would be a cool shot. That's right. And then we drove to a graveyard because we had to shoot it in order. Yeah. There was no editing, remember? Oh, I love that shot with the leaves coming over his feet. Yeah. Oh, and that way the sun hit. Wait, is this Kermit flying now? Yeah, now he's he flying. And then this was a bridge into a song from the movie Shine, the Shine soundtrack I had, which I loved. I forget what song. Oh, so Choke. This, isn't, this part is an intro? No, this is from Shine. Oh, wow. I, did, I did a switch. See, you didn't even notice. How impressive was that? And listen, there's like a... The sun hits and the music hits. It completely happened by accident. It's coming up. I love that shot. Here. Right there, there's like a click right when the sun hits. <laughs> That's the windjammer, guys. See, full circle, guys. Oh, and I was expecting a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that was good. It yeah, was all a dream. That. That's why it was so weird. 
It, I, I mean, I, I think it ages well. Oh, directed and filmed by me. I totally still. I'm such a dick. <laughs> I'm such a dick. I don't know why I, mean, I did I'm there that. for that. Yeah, you know? sorry. Like my name is there. Uh, what a dick! You should have yelled at me then. I could have switched it before. That gives me. I might have. You might not have taste. cared. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. But uh, come, how, <laughs> guys, wasn't that kind of weirdly beautiful though? Why did I lose everybody? It went oh, sharing square. <laughs> Stop the share. Stop the share. There we go. Uh, wasn't that strangely beautiful? Didn't that? Did you see where it was going there at the end? I'm gonna send the link so you guys can watch that on your own and enjoy that again sometime because you can without us laughing. There you go. Uh, I love that. It was at the end. It was all a dream. Get it? All the creepy sex stuff and everything. The flying. That's what. It, that's what. It felt like a dream. And somehow we. I, and I remember people were like, "Man, you really? That was. I didn't see that coming." Uh, it has a little bit of a weird, confusing love story in it. Has the uh, the flying, which is something I always had in my dreams. I think I added that because I was like, "We should fly now," because um, that was an ongoing thing. And then, yeah, everyone's got questions. What's happening? I, I, dude, bravo, Jim! What a blast from the past to be able to share and watch that together. Uh, that was so much fun to do. Better love story than Twilight. Foreskin, foreskin awakens. Says. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I well, I gotta figure. I should. I should. Uh, I don't want to pull it because then it'll it'll get losing its algorithm. Love. Or maybe we could just re-upload it with a commentary. But no, then I'll really get dinged. Anyway, we gotta figure out. I gotta at least change. I don't think I can even log into this channel. I gotta oh, no. go. I gotta go back and give Jim credit. Either way, I'm giving it now. Yeah. Bravo, Jim Clegg. My man, Jim. Uh, Andy so smoked something. Uh, Jim, back it up. Was I was I a pothead or a drunkard back in college? Can you help? No, no, not at all. I would. You go ahead. You can talk about me. I was like total like a uh, straight oh, edge loser. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say loser, but you were definitely a straight edge. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I mean, it wasn't like I was against it. I just didn't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah, and I was like trying to learn. Weird. <laughs> there was a guy next to me who was just smoking all the time, and I just I never got into it. I just like I don't. I can't. Do you don't. You don't. Obviously, you don't talk to him anymore, right? No, I haven't or heard from him ever. Charles, anymore? right? Charles. Char. Yeah, Charles. Yeah, I haven't talked to him. No, I haven't talked to anybody. I talk, yeah, okay. uh, uh, Mark. Reached out one point, and then I think I heard from John Pardo. Oh well, okay. Yeah, uh, I shouldn't say last name. Oh, whatever. There's a lot of them, yeah. but yeah, no, that's it. I haven't talked to any of them, but I don't want to bore everyone with our our. Jim is lying. No, I didn't. I really have always been a loser with uh, that. That's not a loser. I was. People don't have to drink. Everyone thinks I drink too much because I just drink once a week when on my show to keep it because uh, it's late. I'm well, that's bed. why everybody who sees they you see drink, me there, I'm always drinking. Drink, that's it. Sometimes yeah. I drink uh, juice and I don't tell you, and there's not actually booze there. Uh, but Jim, my God, that was so fun to go back. Uh, Andy, yeah, I'm going to go to college next year. Any advice? Sa All right, let's give Southwick advice, guys. Don, you can chime in too. Advice for for college? Uh, actually, study. <laughs> it's not a bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, what do you think? I'm sorry, you're yeah, something cut out, so I didn't hear the question. Oh, what is your advice for Southwick who's going to college? Go to the classes. <laughs> so, like you said, don't don't spend your wrong. parents' money or don't don't spend your 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 own money and f off. Uh good. Uh, yeah. Well, my point is, uh, if, my problem is for <laughs> film school. If everybody's asked me, I've answered this a bunch, but like if you're out of film school where they're not letting you create things, get the F out of there. If you if you can't find an opportunity to create while you're at your film school, you're wasting time. Film school is good for two things. You will learn a little bit, but it's more good for meeting people that you will collaborate with 
I yeah. genuinely believe. And, you know, the getting the experience of sort of filming experimentally with other people, like just to get it out of you to start. Um, and if you're not getting that there, get the hell out and find another place to do it because you could invest all that money that you would give the school into making a feature and you will learn more from that experience than you will from the college experience in my sense. Now, at the same time, college is non-film school college is a great place to sort of go and figure out what do you want to do with your life. So in that regard, I disregard my information. But if you know you want to make movies, film schools not, and, you, and you guys and you start and you have a camera and you can do it, go make them. You don't need it. Because uh, they don't always teach you how to make it is the frustration. Uh, well, they, I, can I? Can I? Yeah, can please, I please. To that? Of course. Just from from the second year, I would say that they teach you how to make your movie, or they they give you they give you fundamental ideas of how to make your movie, but they don't teach you how to sell your movie. They don't teach you what to do after that. So you could they they were very very well in the second year as far as getting us to film up to a point where I didn't want to anymore. I just like and I, and I actually start like my some of my homework things where i didn't want to direct anyone so like at two in the morning i would just set up the puppets and do another puppet show movie <laughs> just because i didn't want to do the homework it became you know and it was just because i just wasn't interested so once we actually were filming during that second year it, it was better a, a tremendous amount of work and fun they just didn't teach you what to do after that they were just like okay you made your movie bye thank you for your money and see you later because no one really knows what, what to you, do afterwards. I think that's for any art school too. Is that they'll teach you the fundamentals of of how to draw, how to paint, how to work on your craft, but not necessarily. They won't teach you the business aspect of it. Well um, said. Well said. So that that you know, and that's you know, I, I still make stuff. You know, even you know, twenty years you know ago from now, and this stuff's a lot smaller. It's a lot shorter, and you know, they don't they don't. It's one thing that I didn't learn, and I still haven't, you know, since then. So it just happens, you know. I love that you have the original Star Wars VHSs behind you. I can tell that's how oh, nerdy dude. I am. This is only, right this there. Is three shelves. It. There's three more shelves right here. <laughs> yeah, I got. Dude. But it's yo, VHS got, tapes. I'm so jealous. I threw all mine out. I got the OG Ghostbusters. Oh, oh. Dude. <laughs> movie world, all in, in full effect. Dude, ever, I would love to be a part of that. Yes, yeah. everything that you put on that channel so far, I've done. Dude, we are. Can I, can please reach out afterwards. Yeah. I want to let's let's bring Jim Clegg back into my life. If you actually want to be in my life, I will. I will treat you yeah, better man. this time, Jim. Uh, were you gonna say something, Don? Uh, no, I mean, the only other thing that I was gonna say to answer the question about the college is I, to piggyback on that. If, if you're not doing the film school thing, like take the time to like play around with your different fields. Um, get to know it, like Andy says, like what you really want to learn. But there's going to be a lot of people that will, if you're not sure what you want, there's going to be a lot of people that will tell you what you should and shouldn't do for learning. Go with what feels right. You know, Good advice. Yeah, a lot of people will tell you, like, do it, uh, be, uh, go get a degree and doctorate, do this stuff, and da, da, da. And if you want to test it out, fine. But don't waste your time if you're not feeling it. You gotta you, if you gotta have that passion. Otherwise, when you realize like you really don't like it, you wasted that time, and that and you're gonna get frustrated with that. Uh, yeah. Uh, good advice. Uh, all right, I want to get to some of these other questions because I thank you. It keeps I can't do this channel if I don't take the questions because you guys keep it all funded. Uh, sure. So yeah. thank you guys. Uh, but here we go. Uh, we had um. 
David Mar- oh yeah, go ahead. He's going back. Uh, well, he's. I'll put a Don on. In your absolute honest opinion, <laughs> uh, we oh, we answered that one. Sorry. Uh, da, 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 da. We did the Quibi. Dave March said, "There's never too much. No such thing as too much rum." Okay, on your for your honor, sir. I'll do one more. Uh, Tyler Cadales. Tyler Cadales became a member. I forgot. I meant to mention that soon. Tyler, what up? Welcome to the team. You're gonna get into those member movie world screenings, everything else we got brewing. You'll get the full show. Tyler, uh, are you still in there? Sorry, I'm, I'm live now. Put your drop a drop a chat as Jody does. Let's see your your little your new coin. Earn that coin. Get those colors up. Let's prove it. Let's build the popcorn planeteers uh, as this thing grows. Uh, I, I can't see it now, sadly, but I'll see. I'll look there in a second. But uh, thank you for joining, man. Anybody who becomes a member, it helps tremendously because then we're like, oh, cool. We got guaranteed support each month. Whatever you can swing, if you can swing it, that's a good way to do it. Uh, although PayPal and Cash App, always the best way to support your creators because then YouTube doesn't take a cut. Uh, but Tyler, welcome to the family. Thank you, man. You've been there. I, and you're, I know you're from Jody's side, but uh, thank you for joining over here too. Uh, Jay Will said, uh, to Annie and his friends, what's the more personal favorite movie? What's your, what is your personal favorite movie of all time? Okay, now make it better and recast it and add another director. Oh, shit. Uh, my favorite movie of all time is Shawshank Redemption, which I believe came... At, yeah, no, Jim knows that. Shawshank and An Airplane are my two favorites I usually go to. I don't know how I'd recast them. Shawshank, it's so perfect. Different director. I, you can't ask me to do that. How do you make, take your favorite film and put in a new cast and a director? That that's, has made a ton of awesome movies. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how... I, and he, he, it's, it's, I, I credit that movie actually with Roger Deakins too. The cinematography. I, I'm going to do a video about that. Roger Deakins cinematography and how it made Shawshank even better. Um, but uh, my point being, uh, I don't know how I could recast it. But what are your? Let's at least do answer to favorite films. Jim, what's your favorite film? God, you got to pick it right now. No, no pressure. I'm gonna say Evil Dead too. I, I dude, I knew I was. I was gonna say, is it still Evil Dead? <laughs> I mean, I you know the, all that that type of stuff was what I guess just said you can do this. You know what I mean? It was yeah. that type of movie, and then and then things got artsier after that. But I, <laughs> and is that did, did the Cohen brothers shoot that or no? Who shot? Who was the DP on that? That was um, uh, Bill Pope, I think. That's right. Who did stuff? Was it? And he did stuff. I, with- I think he. I think he filmed the. I think he filmed the Hutsucker Prophecy. I could be wrong, but or I know that it? Sam Raimi and who? and. The Cohen brothers has something to do with the the mid Hutsucker whatever proxy. I'm saying that wrong. I totally am. And then maybe some other movie of the Coen brothers. Sam Raimi has something to do with maybe Blood Simple, maybe? Yeah, I know there's a connection. I was trying to connect it. I can't remember now. Anyway. Uh... But you know what? All right. I'm all... Uh, the favorite movie's hard. It is hard. But you answered it. Evil Dead, you're standing to it because you said that before. Uh, oh, sorry, Lewis. You in there? I, I didn't see you. I've been connecting with uh, Jim that I missed you. Uh, but Lewis, come on back. You're not a mod. I'll make you a mod right now. Hold on. Lewis is going to be a mod. Uh, make a mod. There you go. You're now a mod, Lewis. Enjoy. Um, and I didn't see Ty- Taylor put his coin up in the air. Put your coin up, Terry Haw. I see you. Uh, anyway, uh, Don, your favorite movie? Uh, I've always been torn between the three, and I've said them multiple times. Uh, uh, but I would say if anyone could be like remade and just for the fun of it, would be Barry Gordy's Last Dragon. Um, hmm. I mean, I've, I've always loved, uh, big trouble in little China, but Barry Gore's last dragon is one of those ones that's like, it's obscure enough that it, like not many people would know what it is when it's remade. So it might get some new audiences, but, uh, it would, the audiences that do love it will probably want to see how it comes out. It's just a good homage, like classic okay. martial art, black exploitation films and 
when the when that's when the uh, quarantine's over, let's watch that together because I don't even think I remember it. Oh, uh, we're gonna do it. It's it, it, I'm not gonna lie. It has some really bad moments. Doesn't but. matter. We're gonna do it. <laughs> your favorite. I gotta learn it. Uh, and then I saw here David March, th- and thank you for that, Jay Will. Uh, David March, mini DV player, send me a bill. You, I will, sir. Let's get that mini DV. Pl- I gotta find. I don't even know where you find those if those exist. But I'm gonna find a mini DV player. Like, cause if we can pull some of those old videos, man, that would be fun to watch. Someday. We'll do an old video home movie screening. Uh, Bunda, <laughs> okay, I'm convinced. Andy and Jim are lovers. That was bravo. Bunda always gets that nice little. <sighs> Right in there once in a while. We weren't lovers, but you know, no defense to Jim. Just we, we didn't swing that way. Uh, unlike we're not like Batwoman. We weren't by. Uh, where was it? Uh, <laughs> Joshua Riddle. Deep thoughtful question. If I lose my left testicle, is my right testicle still my right testicle? Um. um if I, I mean, lose my depends. E- Did, I want to say like it still holds up. It's just more lopsided now. So you, you still just have, have to name it, it then. Yeah. yeah, I mean, technically, you lost your left one, so yeah, it would it would always be sort of. I mean, it would just it would eventually just graduate to your testicle, right? Yeah. So or you, you could it. you could still call it righty if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think at that point he's you got to just help him. So you know he's gonna have that's a deep loss he's going through, right? His his buddy's not there anymore, so you got to really make whatever he wants to be called is what you call him, right? Out of respect and love. You make sure he's, uh, you know, he's not sad anymore at that loss. So, I'm more worried about just consoling that testicle and making sure that he, you know, he's doing okay. Uh, you know, um, so that's what I'd be, I if you're asking me for to get deep and thoughtful about that. That's my answer. <laughs> I mean, it also depends on how the loss is. I mean, uh, like I remember the movie True. Tomcats, where like they uh, they had to do a removal. Like there's a scene where they removed the testicle. And he's like, "Do me a favor, bro. Get get him back for me." And they and they infiltrate the hospital to try to get the uh, the lost testicle back and brings it back in the jar. <laughs> I'm drinking all of my kids' apple juice so I can get drunk tonight because <laughs> I'm reminiscing on the oh man, it's fun, good times. It's always nice to be reminded that you were a jerk, and then but but like hey, but see that's why I'm not a jerk anymore. I'm trying to not to be a jerk. Uh, what was I saying? And that I wasn't blaming Jim. I was blaming myself. Uh, was Ner- Lewis? Were you in that? You can come back. Sorry, Lewis. I missed you. If you on the record, I haven't called him a jerk. No, no. I see, but I do that because I feel bad about it. You know, because I, I don't like being yeah. jerked to people. But uh, anyway, Jim's a good dude, and uh, we made some amazing stuff. I'm excited. I, that that it's true. Like of all my work, I still will sometimes because I've been lucky enough to make some cool stuff over the years. You know, and uh, I, I'm telling you, man, Kermit still sticks with me. Of like that one meant something. That was fun. Like at the time yeah. when you're nobody and you're just. Doing doing it to do it like it there's like there that short has like meaning to me like i can see stuff like i can see how artists sort of do something and it just happens and then you're like oh no wait i did that because of this you know what i mean and uh yeah. if you look into it i'm sure it ha- do you feel that same way uh, uh i mean as a maybe as a storyteller or whatever in some way or well i don't know i don't know I mean, it, it's definitely in my like list of like the movies that taught me something. But yeah. putting the language to what it is that taught me that I, I don't think I've done that with that movie yet. But it's definitely in like the the order of like we did this and then we went on to do this. You know what I mean? Like Omnibus for you. Like you were talking <laughs> about Omnibus in one of your oh, last God. your last few movies, uh, the videos or whatever. It's oh like, God! Did I show you that? You you watched that? Did I show it off like proudly? <laughs> Yeah, well, I think we all like showed off. Like, there was one day that all of us at school showed like at least something that we had done, and that was yours. So, I mean, and you were just talking about it a couple of days ago too, or 
You know, well, Jim's obsessed. No, I'm I'm glad you're watching. I I you know you're right. Yeah. I I forgot well, about I it. But watch, I, I haven't watched every single thing. I no, no, I, I'm kidding. I'm just you know. making funny. Uh, no, no, you're right. I you you bring it back. I did that. The one I have. Um, do I have it here? I was gonna say I can really embarrass myself. Did I? Did I? Was this 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 one's the most embarrassing one to me? Hold on. So when I left Rockport College, um, I guess I did. This was after you, so I don't know if you would have seen this one. When I left Rockport College, I met a girl. I left school to go like follow the girl because I hadn't I hadn't drunk. I hadn't been with a lot of girls. Like my, I was I was a pretty big loser back then. Um, and uh, I went and followed this girl. And then the girl I, I won't speak ill of the girl, but the, I, the girl wasn't very good. Um, we had issues. I, I wasn't. I'm sure there was things I didn't do either. But you know, it, it just wasn't a. It wasn't the best relationship. And then after that was all done, I made this movie. <laughs> The warm and fuzzy relationship is a 12-letter word. Uh, but this is the DVD of me, star- that's me starring in a weird, like, romantic drum- drama where I cast myself as a guy who worked, funny enough, in Movie World. I don't know if people even realize I called it Movie World because that right there, that is the movie store I used to work at. And, I- and they let me shoot at it at night. And so I did this ridiculous movie. I'm not, I, I, I don't think I can. I don't think I could watch this one again. It would be so damn embarrassing uh, to sit this and it's like so trying so hard. Like this is like the embarrassing student film that you would never. When I did Omnibus or some of the like fun, there's something to it. You're like, oh, you were so young. At this point, I was old enough to know better, and I still made embarrassing. So that was the one I did. did I ever, but did you ever watch that one, Jim? That's the one I never speak of. Have you? Did you? I feel like this is. I I, I feel like I did somehow and i don't i don't i don't know how we might have still talked after that i think we did well we did for a while i mean I, we, we we definitely talked for quite a while do you want to read um, can i read you the back how how yeah, embarrassing yeah. does it sound ready alex grover has a loving girlfriend a great family a supportive best friend and a decent paying job yet something's wrong in alex's world he's too young to be so stable directed by award-winning short filmmaker any signal the woman fuzzy delves into the mind of a young man dangling on the rim of love and reality Oh my God! Sounds so stupid. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to show what that. Year one. was that? What year did you make that? That would have been right after. That would have been 2000. That would have been 2000. Oh wow! So that if you stayed, that could have been your final film. Exactly. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Well, hey, then but, you would um, have made a DVD. Bro. Oh my God! <laughs> what is this? This is like this is your life, Andy. Jeff Wheeler, come on in, Jeff Wheeler. Jeff Wheeler made omnibus with me <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome in uh, your band too weren't you in a band at some point yeah i was in a band too i there's so many deep things uh but jeff jeff wheeler if you want to talk shit about me too come on we'll just roast Andy. <laughs> I. I just gave you the zoom link jeff wheeler omnibus he's like what do you have your digital copy of ma money bus <laughs> We, we were in the school newspaper and the guy spelled the name wrong. And he was a friend of ours. So it was really offensive. That he's Omnibus. <laughs> they were like, it's called Omnibus. And uh, it was a, bu- it was, I was impressed. I was happy with that short at least because it was like slice of life on a school bus. I did that in uh, it, when I was in high school, my se- soft jo- junior year with Jeff Wheeler who shot it and helped do it. I'm sure I, Jeff will feel like I stole credit from him too. Everyone, will, everyone always shares that. Um, but uh, we did that short, and then that short was – it was cool because I got a bus. I got them to donate a school yeah. bus at like when I was like 17, and they dropped a school bus in front of my house for the weekend. They're like, fine, we're, you can't, we're not leaving the keys, but you can lock it this way, but 
we'll park the bus. And then when the bus came and left, that was the only time I could shoot the bus coming and going for my story. And I wrote the rest of the movie about a bus that school bus that breaks down and then you get a slice of life of teenagers and kids on a school bus. So it was like a cool idea for, you know, it felt like a, uh, what's uh, you know, something clever, at least for my age, but the script. Yeah, it was impressive. It was impressive for, yeah, the scope was impressive. was on a way smaller scale when I got to that school. So your, well, basically everybody in our film class was, um, impressive. Uh, but yeah, these are my Don's plum. Thank you foreskin. But yeah, Jeff, you're, you're welcome to join the chat too, if you want to, unless he doesn't want to. Um, but uh, yeah, and so Omnibus was another one. But Omnibus, I'm more proud of in a way because it was like, all right, I was really young. Jeff and I actually pulled together a lot of impressive stuff, um, and we got a bus. But it's, the script's ridiculous. It's really and it's it's really embarrassing. I'm sure. I'm curious what he thinks. But anyway, that it's uh, guys. If you want to be making stuff, you gotta have been making stuff. You gotta have those embarrassing short films and yeah. you know experiences, or you're never gonna get anywhere because. Every bad one you make, you'll love it in the time, but then you'll move on and be like, that short omnibus got me to Miami. That's why I was an award-winning filmmaker at the National Advancement of the Endowment of the Arts or something. I won a contest in, in high school, and they flew me out to Miami. It was a cool – I got a real prize. It was fun. I think I got 1000 bucks, and uh, that let me be an award-winning filmmaker in high school. So you just got to yeah. be busting your balls, your balls, your ass, all of them. Um, what instrument did I play? I played bass guitar. You play, And then you played uh, drums, right? Yeah, I play drums and oh, I'm learning how to play bass now. But yeah, uh, Jeff says I would come, but I don't have much to say. I'm kind of boring. Well, dude, I you, clearly I talk a lot, so don't worry. I'm not going to make you talk a ton, but you know I'm not going to force it. If you want to come in and say hi, you're welcome to. Uh, Jeff, it'd be good to see you, or we can talk privately. Uh, anyway, uh, this has been a fun memory lane uh, stuff. Oh. Uh, we should talk, Jim. Let's keep doing it. You can come on anytime. Uh, yeah, sure. But uh, it's always fun to sort of go look back and figure out how it all started and get the insight from your your old friends and colleagues of like how it actually worked. Um, but uh, yeah, you got You guys got to go back and you got to make sure you're creating stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm glad we got to share that. I, I, uh, what was I going to say? There was another comment that was going to steer our conversation here. What do you think about Batwoman being bisexual and black, Jim? Come on, I'll put you on the spot. I did. I just joined the chat. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Uh, shit. Well, did you ever watch the Batwoman show? First of all, no, no. <laughs> He's like, nope. <laughs> like, well, like, like Andy says, you're big into horror and like uh, Muppets. So, like, were you big into comics as well, or not really? There were a few that I followed, and then just, and 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 uh, and trailed off. So, Batwoman was never one. I'm not like a, I'm not the comic book movie guy. That's fair. Really. Did you have, but any, did any of the Marvel DC things like inspire you? I'm curious. As, I'm just because a friend to friend. Like, did uh, well, you, I watched a few of them, and then as soon as like you're not going to understand Captain America three unless you watch four seven, and then like all of that just it's like or whatever. I don't care anymore. Like if I see something, I see it. If it doesn't make any sense, it's that I already know it's not going to, and yeah. I just stop caring. I, I did watch the first few Iron Man and Captain America and whatnot. But as soon as it was, everybody was integrating and everything else, it was too much to, for my ADD to. Yeah. It's a lot. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta mm-hmm. follow it all. Uh, but I, I've enjoyed some of them. I, I, I'm, I'm losing. I, I still enjoy them. I love them a lot, but, uh, I can see it's, it's not always everybody's bag. Uh, all right. I see a lot of people want to call in. Sure. Well, let's do, can, we're going to do a call in where you come in, you ask a question and then you step out. So I'm going to open up the lines since a lot of you are asking, and since Jeff Wheeler's not doing it, 
let's uh, let, well, Jim, you can stick around. So you hang out, but let's see if we got we got some people in the, and we will leave everyone. But we got uh, Andrew up first. Let's see what people are asking. Can I call and ask a question? Sure, let's talk. That's what this is about. Let's have a nerd war, maybe. All right, I sent the link out. There it is. You guys can go in the waiting room. All right, we got Andrew is connecting. Andrew, as you connect. Let's get your question, and then uh, we'll answer, and then you'll split out a doodle, and then we'll we'll take another caller. But uh, Andrew, good to see you, man. What's up? Hey, Andy, how's it going? Doing good. What's uh, what's? How are you doing? What's going on? I'm doing good. Doing good. Um, you know, this is the second time I got to join you. Yeah, welcome back, my man. Yeah, and um, before I say my question, I just want to say I watched that stream you did with those that guy with the Doctor Doom mask, and you, Joe, you won them. Oh yeah, that was fun. That was fun. I mean, it was. Yeah, I'm not, I, I won't, no good content. I won't be going back there, but it, I, we got him some clicks. We got. We said what we want to say, but thank you for that support in there. It's, it's so I'm so sick of the toxic stuff. No more. I don't yeah, want to get. Invo- I try to get involved. Why, in that, if you want to criticize me and make a video criticizing me, go, go for it. But my God, get over it. Just move on and make yeah. content. I love both Marvel and DC, and be civil, but it's that's hard for people to do. Uh, but what's your question? What do you want to ask us? All right, so um, I was, you, do you know about Sam Raimi doing Doctor Strange too? Oh, Sam Raimi, Jim, that's Jim's Sam, Jim's boy. What? Do, what do you think of yes, uh, um, just Sam, Sam Raimi? You, Sam Raimi uh, is doing uh, Doctor Strange too. What do you think of that? Well, that's cool. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, did no, we just break I, the I, news I, to Jim? To yeah, I love. Yeah, see yeah, how no. out of touch Jim is. He's just like he's just like chilling. He's not reading all the movie news that we regurgitate over and over again. We get to break a news to a Sam Raimi fan. Yeah. Sam Raimi's no, doing Doctor Strange too. Yeah, and um, because of that, they, they could bring they're, they, they're in talks of bringing back Tobey Maguire as Spider Man. There was talk of that. There was, I mean, they've, they've been talking about that since uh, Spider Verse. Did you watch Into the Spider Verse, Jim? Yeah. yeah, I actually just watched that animated thing on Netflix because that one's beautiful. As you, as an animator, and it's like that, did you enjoy that one at least? I know I did. Yeah, I yeah. definitely did. That one I thought was amazing and was some of the best animation I've seen in a really long time. But yeah, because yeah. they, they were talking about bringing Toby and Andrew Garfield back for that one. Apparently as an well, Easter egg and it didn't work. I would be shocked I mean, if they don't do it again. But yeah, could they get him in, in Multiverse of Madness, the new Doctor Strange movie? It's Look, man, it's it's not impossible. If anybody could do I mean, it, you'd think it's Sam Raimi could get Toby to come back. I mean, right after that, then came the thing with Michael Keaton and then Ryan Reynolds coming to the Snyder Cut. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's talk of Ryan Reynolds coming back for Zack Snyder as Green Lantern, which would be pretty hilarious. I gotta say, but yeah. I, I don't. I've Even heard that's BS. Talks he about so much in Deadpool. Yeah, I've heard it's BS, but uh, you never know these days what's going on. But yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, don't... it was from Grace. Yeah, I take what she says as grain with a grain of salt. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's M- Michael Keaton's coming back too. In theory, Jim Clegg, did you hear that? I did hear that. Yeah, that mm-hmm. one could be fun. Could be fun. That he would be like the he'd be yeah. the string puller of all the sort of the multiverse as an old Batman. Dude, I'm yeah. into that one. I, 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 that would be awesome. I'm down for that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what, what? So, what do you? Your just question is: Do we like Sam Raimi doing that? I'm, I'm excited for Sam Raimi doing it. Yeah, I, mean, I think it could be, be good. Down. Like, didn't they say uh, the the multi uh, multiverse madness is supposed to be closer to like a horror film esque kind of film uh, with Doctor Strange? Is like, yeah, that's the that's the rumor. Oh, okay. and he's a great choice for that, then. Because it was Scott Derrickson, and then he backed out because he was, I guess, getting upset that Marvel was making him change the movie. And then yeah, I thought, I mean, well, that's going to be bad because he was good, and he's a good horror director, and they were doing a horror one with him. And then they pulled in Sam Raimi, and I was like, okay, I guess I'm back. <laughs> I was like, all right. Yeah. No offense to Scott Derrickson, but I do feel like Sam Raimi is an upgrade because it's like, damn, he's he's done so much iconic stuff. 
that uh, it's hard to not say, well, damn, this could be fun. Then again, I didn't like Oz. I didn't love Oz, the great and wonderful. So he, it's not no. always perfect. But Drag Me to Hell was great. The and shots were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drag Me to Hell was great. Yeah, I mean, I grew up on the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. They are fun movies. Uh, look, All but the third one. The third exactly. One I well, I'd say three of us still have some fun in a dumb way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a dumb way. I, just, I, I couldn't stand oh. that one. Uh, well, Andrew, thank you, my man. Good to talk to you. Call in again later. I'm just going to take an Eric. Let's jump on Eric. But uh, enjoy your night, man. Good to see you as no, always. You too. Keep yeah. tuning in. See we'll have later. you back. Uh, and now we got Eric in the building. What up, my man, Eric? Hey, man. Long time. I know. Time. It's been a while. Good to get some of these calls in. Uh, what's up with you, man? I'm, I'm doing good, man. You know, thank just survived. Are you giving me the finger? Thing. No, no, no. Just. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, he's like slightly like yeah it's good it's going good over here it's going good <laughs> everything's cool what's up with you my man yeah <laughs> um, okay yeah but so the question i want to ask is you know with all these moving of date you know if, i don't know if you heard but the the halloween movie that was supposed to come out this year yep. it's been it's been pushed back to next year like a full year yep. and it's, they're they're pushing tenant they're pushing you know a lot of things you know with this whole with all these movies, with all these dates, pretty much for the rest of the year, kind of feeling a bit up in the air right now. What is the one movie that's supposedly supposed to come out recently? The one movie that you would hope if, how do I say it? Ah, the one cinematic experience that you want to see in the cinema, like you would be totally fine with them pushing back if it means the first time you experience it is in the theater like you know they could put it on pvod they could put it on on demand but like you know the one movie they would say if i get if they need to push that back so i could see it in theaters you would do so sorry but the you're saying of which movies though i'm so i'm still confused which movie do you want us to put it back in the theater like you know like of upcoming like 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 just say this year what's supposed to come out at least of this year so far like so basically like, no, which movie that's been listed do we want to, you're saying, do we want to make sure hits theaters, is what you're saying? Exactly. Pretty much. Like, the movies that are suspected to hit theaters at least, maybe even not this year, but, like, for the next two months, if you could pick one that needs to hit theaters. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. Okay. Tenet is a close second to me because it's Nolan, but I, I don't know enough. I don't like John David Washington still. He's okay. Uh, but, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little over, like the Nolan look of everyone in suits, you know, running around. It's like, I, I wish he would like do different looks. It does look similar, but at the same time, I know he's going to put together really cool suspenseful action sequences and great camera work. So I'm in, but it looks very interesting. You know, it looks very, um, inception still. And even inception, my problem with inception was a little bit of like, you know, think bigger, baby, you know, think bigger, darling. He doesn't, he just is always in that sort of same, you know what I'm saying? Like that same gray sort of look in his movies is, is in all of his movies. Uh, it'd be nice to like see him take a chance and do some colorful visual challenges and like mix it up a little bit with still, to keep to his tones. But you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, yeah. Tenet still has a lot of that to me. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll see it. I'm sure it's, I hope it's great, but I, I'm starting, it's starting to become a little like, yep. Well, you, it's like a Wes Anderson, like Wes Anderson, same thing to me where I'm just like, I'm sort of over it because every movie looks the same, even though he's doing different buildings and different things. It still has that very same look every time he makes a movie where you know what it is. 
but uh, I don't know. So I would say Wonder Woman just because I feel like that's going to be a big popcorn movie and I'm sort of missing the big summer movie popcorn style. But I would say it's Tenet or Wonder Woman of the ones of recent. Uh, why do you have one you want better? No, no, no I'm, I'm with you on both. I think I would actually prefer Tenet because that's the one that, you know, whenever I go see a Nolan movie, I always make an effort to go see it on IMAX. And I know that they went out, you know, and because Tenet is filmed on IMAX and whenever Nolan does IMAX, it's just absolutely incredible especially you get a genuine imax screen and so you know if they would have to delay tenet to let's just say next year that would break my heart because that's like my most anticipated film of the year but you know i'm willing to see it and wait for it to see it in theaters in an imax because i just don't know if i could watch it on the tv and it ever be the same like i like all of his movies once you see, like, you know, an Inception, a Dark Knight, a Dark Knight, a Dunkirk, you know, once you see those movies, I still, I remember all seeing them in IMAX vividly. So whenever I see it on my, on my, you know, my TV screens, all that good stuff, I mean, it's still good, but, you know, it feels smaller in a way. I remember seeing Interstellar, that final sequence um, when he's in the black hole and it's on IMAX and I was basically in the front row and the th- and it was like one of the 70 millimeter five foot tall screens so it like it was the way it was meant to be seen and it felt so wait you're almost- saying you don't want to watch that on Quibi no man <laughs> no uh, but you know you get the idea like you know even if you get a really big got a really good TV screen, it would feel like you're almost missing something especially when you're experiencing for the first time. Because, you know, oftentimes it's the first time that makes the biggest impression on you, unfortunately. I agree. I mean, look, I, I, I'm, I'm down. I'm, I just miss the theater. Dude, I want to see Unhinged. <laughs> you know, so there's plenty <laughs> yeah. of them. I, I, someone else had said Quiet Place 2. I want to see that in theaters. I think that yeah. one's going to be a, that's a perfect yeah. theater movie. So, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. There's a, there's so many. I think it's just we all just want to go to the movies. I'll tell you, it's not Black Widow. Surprisingly, I don't I don't I don't care. Yeah, like, you know, they can honestly put that on PVOD or Disney Plus. I'd still see it. But, like, again, movies like Tenet that actually do have that, like, movies that actually that are actually filmed on larger than average, you know, scope. Yeah, full like cinema, IMAX, yeah. You know, that, yeah, those, I'm with you. Work, you know, that, so that would be me. So, yeah. So I'm hoping that Tenet comes out sometime this year. Hopefully it comes out in August or hopefully for Christmas. I don't know. But, you know, I just really want to make sure my first experience with it is on the iMac. Like, and hopefully Agreed. we can get So back you're, you're going to go, Christmas. you're going to take that chance when it all happens, you're, you're oh, ready. Oh, yeah. All right. Like, you know, it could be, like, you know, the it could open in August, we could still be in the middle of this, and I'm like, as long as if, if there's an iMac available, I'm going. Okay, I'm putting on the mask, fine. I just need to have that religious experience, you know, that iMac and Nolan can bring. Agreed. Well, we have another caller here, Eric, my man. So love you. Thank you much. Always good to talk. Come yeah. back in. If nobody else calls, you can call back. But um, uh, dude, well said. I'm, I can't wait to go back to movies. I can't wait till we can all go back. Plus, we'll have stuff to talk about. Oh my god, yeah. I want to see movies again. Uh, but good to see you, my man. Love you. Come back. Uh, I will see you soon. Uh, but look, we got another guest in here. It's my man, Louis. I just want to rub it in your nose that I've seen A Quiet Place. I know. You saw it before us. Oh, you saw the the sequel. He saw it. Yep. But he saw like the, they did a screening before everything shut down. It was like one of the last ones, right? But you didn't that see Mulan. And, and I saw um, uh, what is it? The Gamble del Toro one. Um, Antlers. 
Oh, right. They, they've delayed that one, too, I guess. Yeah. Was it good? Or you can't say? Uh, Antlers, I can't say. Quiet Place, we did have uh, tweet reactions. And fantastic. It's what Cloverfield. My quote was, it's where Cloverfield should have gone. I'm excited for that one. So that's good. So that's that one's going to be worth the wait is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome, dude. But unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, it may be the one that we have to wait the most for because the topic is kind of apocalyptic. So, right. So that's mm. my question. Do you think? Do you think they're sweating even more than just getting the theaters in, in shape? Of like, damn, could it have vibes of what we're going through? I I could totally see it. I mean, when Man of Steel came out, like what twelve years after nine eleven, almost <laughs> people were uh, saying, "How can they have buildings falling?" I don't think people are that sensitive, but like two people complain. And we know those two people dictate how the planet works nowadays. That's right. It's yeah. true. Uh, oh, we just got one. Did I just get another one I missed? Did you guys see this before? Jay Will, did you send another one? Uh, oh, and Jay Will's here. Let's ask him. Yeah, Jay Will's coming. Jay just Will just walked in. Is he connected? Is your audio in? What up, Jay Will? What up? Is your audio there? Uh, it's, still, it's still connecting. Connecting. Oh, I just saw by the way, Go for me, I would love to see uh, Mulan in the theaters. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to yeah, be I'm good. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say New Mutants just to, uh, just to yeah, get it out there. I'm done with that one. That would have been a fun one. But I want to see it. On, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, but if we're talking What's about... What's the theaters, point, Andy? What's the point of wanting to see that movie? What's the point? I mean, because we want to see movies. No, it doesn't. it's not going to happen, dude. They don't want to... As, as, as soon as they hear you say you want to see it, they're not going to put it out. We got to all pretend like we don't care. I see uh, so it's like uh, you got to reverse it. psychology. Yeah, reverse psychology. I see what you're saying. I really want to see New Mutants between us. It, 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 <laughs> but that shit ain't coming out, man. Come on. Let's I, know, I think it's, it's going to be better be than people are giving really, it really, really good or real bad. And Bro, the like, trailer looks amazing, right? It does. The last trailer I saw looks uh, looks fire. I hey, Sathwick, I'm, in, I'm letting you in too because I'm going to breeze through some of these questions. So, Sathwick, get your audio in check while I talk here to Jay Will. Uh, but you're up next, Southwick. He's on deck, so just stay quiet while you get your audio ready. But Jay Will, is your audio in now? Uh-oh. Is he about to take a piss or something? Oh, no. Oh, no. Hello? There, we got you. I hear you. Oh, all right, cool. The audio is okay. I don't see you, so, though. Uh, I see your fan. Oh. Oh, there he is. What's up, man? Oh, okay, hey. So I just want right, to ask. Is this, wait, I'm talking to Southwick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. hold on. I don't hear Jay Will. Jay Will, are you there, Jay Will? There you are. Jay Will, you're on. Hello. Hello. There he is. Hold on, Sathwick, hold on. Jay Will was ahead of you. What's up, my man? How can I help right. you? You got it? You there? We see you. I, I see you. I'm looking at you. Jay Will, my man. You gotta turn off you gotta turn off the YouTube audio and only listen to the Zoom audio, Jay Will. We're talking to you. Yeah, the YouTube's always delayed. Yeah. Do you got it? He'll he'll get that in a second. Jay Will. Jay Will, you're on the show. Look at you. I can't show it any clearer. There you are. That's you. That's you right there. That's, that's Jay you. will not pay attention Jay to Jay Will, my man. Jay Will out. eventually talk. <laughs> Jay Will he- talk now. <laughs> Jay Will, my man. I don't hear you. Work on it. All right. While we while he works yeah. on that, just Jay Sathwick. Sathwick. <laughs> what up? What was your question, my man? I'm gonna uh, sh- did you guys hear hear by uh, Janelle? I'm um, wanting to play Storm, and like, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I heard about it. I mean, I'm I, she's 
good actress. Uh, I don't have any beef with her. She's she was good in uh, Hidden Figures and uh, was it Moonlight? She was into. Um, she's good. Uh, I I don't I, I I don't know. I don't I don't know. Uh, I want Kevin Feige to pick who they think is gonna be best. I don't want yeah. to just pick whoever's popular. Uh, but she's a good. She's up for it. She's good. She's been in good stuff. She's a singer too, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't. I'm not like a massive fan where I've just been blown away. Be like, yes, yeah, she's Storm, but she could totally pull it off. There was another person we were talking about with Jody on that episode. I don't remember her name, but she had a really good look, and she was sort of a younger unknown. I think it would be oh, nice. yeah. if they can find a. Because I feel like Janelle Monae is like already famous. I'm down for a discovery on that one. Doesn't have to be Beyonce or a celebrity, in my opinion. Just get the best actress, someone we can like, you know really get into I, I always like that in Marvel I don't think you need a bunch of super famous people in every role in the Marvel movies you can get some cool up and coming actors that grow into multiple movies so I would say sure but I want whoever they think is going to be better why did you what do you think no, I, I don't know I, I thought you know I mean I know she's a good actor so you know someone being enthusiastic for that role really gets me excited because there's hype for that movie so yeah you're right because she's you're right because she did say she was like a fan right yeah, you're yeah. right. If she's a fan and she's a great actress, which she is, then sure. But again, yeah. let's figure out who the director is first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the movie? Let's write it. Let's get a director on board. And then let's, uh, you know, say, does this person work for it? I mean, she probably isn't, would. Isn't Ryan Coogler coming back for Black Panther 2? He's doing Black Panther 2, but we haven't confirmed whether Storm's oh. in that. Storm oh, could right. totally be in that. It would be a yeah, cool way yeah. to introduce her and start right. introducing X-Men, part, you know, parsing them in. I think mm-hmm. that would be smart. They don't need to do an X movie for a while, but you could start introducing mutants in your movies, right, right. Uh, and, and then Black eventually Panther, do... Black Panther storylines real close to Fantastic Four, right? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure heavily he, tied. He showed up in the first appearance, right? Or he, uh, like, I, I want to say the Black Panther showed up. Uh, he his first appearance was in Fantastic Four, or it, it may have been in a Fantastic. Uh, no, I think it was his first appearance was in. Uh, Avengers. Uh, I'll have to double check, but mm-hmm. it was uh, either Avengers or Fantastic Four. But I, I think it was Avengers because he was challenging them as like a test of skill, like to see. If it he- was a hunt, right? Yeah, I, I thought that was the Fantastic Four because like he puts the um, Human Torch in like a vortex thing, and that makes him lose his powers or whatever. They should not introduce the whole Fantastic Four in Black Panther Two. That would be stupid. But if they could start <laughs> introducing the ideas to it. Or one yeah. of them, then great. But I still want the Submariner to come in. I think there's a Namor. Mm-hmm. They've been talking about that too. There's so much they could use Black Panther too. I don't want to just see Black Panther by himself again. I don't think he's a good. Sorry, unpopular opinion. I don't think Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther was like the best part of that movie. Uh, whoa, David March is back. Besides, Andy should Oops. replace Kathleen Kennedy as head of Lucasfilm. Sure, I'll take the job, please. I would love to sit there and just take boss around John Favreau and everybody. I'm sure I have I have the qualifications, don't I? I should. Well, thank you, David March. You believe in me. I believe in you. I want to do it. Uh, there's rumors again that she's going to be out. Everyone's been rumoring that still. It's going to happen at some point, but it's not happening anytime soon. But when they do, if I will. Ever, uh, put dear my YouTubers, if you need money, just make a video about her going out, uh, <laughs> quitting. Yeah. It should get a lot of views. Yeah, it's I'll true. Get a lot, just, exactly. Just make a hundred dozens of videos of them her, that she's leaving, and then everyone will just, yeah, she's leaving? Cool. And then they'll Woo! somehow, they'll still keep believing you, even though you've said she's leaving 10 other times and we're wrong. 
<laughs> but they'll just keep believing it somehow. But if you say Zack, Warner Brothers hate Zack Snyder, they'll never, ever trust you again. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Uh, did I lose you? Uh, is he gone? Uh, we lost him. Uh, I Sadly. think he dropped off, but Sadly I had to correct myself. He was right. It was the Fantastic Four that Black Panther first appeared in. I was huh. thinking about the animated uh, series for uh, Avengers that they show, introduced his character doing the same thing. Well, you owe him a public apology. Uh, you better start tweeting. Over. I, I well, because there's rumors that Doctor Doom. I see someone else. Doctor Doom could be in it because he's also been a villain for Black Panther, right? Absolutely. Uh, there's been uh, multiple storylines with uh, Doctor Doom uh, trying to get into Wakanda and steal the vibranium. Actually, a really good storyline uh, story called Doom War. And then um, there's some good storylines oh, with Namor, awesome. the Samariner. Um Yes, uh, and actually, but that's what I'm talking about. Like, into different stuff. Uh, no offense to Chadwick Boseman, I think he's a good actor, but I, in, in Black Panther, like, I was way more into his supporting cast. Uh, I thought Michael B. Well, Jordan they had more screen time. Him. Yeah, Michael B. Mm-hmm. Jordan was just had such a better character and and, and stuff going on, and uh, Surrey, everybody, and so I like him, but it's like give him give introduce more characters, let that be a cool, let him still have a point, give him stuff to do, but. <clears throat> Bring in a Namor, bring in Doctor Doom, or bring in a Fantastic Four plot or Storm. There's an opportunity. I don't think you need all of them in that in that sequel, but what a great opportunity to do a, a good Black Panther movie, but still use it to introduce one of those other players that we're waiting on. I, I hope that's in the in the cards. We, we shall see. Um, so yeah. Anyway, all right, awesome. Thank you. Southwick is gone. Uh, Jay, we're gonna get through these. Jay, will is your mic on now? Yeah, I hope so. There it is. Hey, yeah. What's up, dude? Hey. hey, this believe it or not, this is the first time I've ever used this. It's a Zoom. Yeah, we, you got it now. Yeah, country boy. Sorry, <laughs> it's all nowhere. right. We were. It was just funny. We good. were like, Jay will figure it out now. But he did. Street department, just you know, working on roads. Did thank Never you for the work. Like this. I, I had one question for you though. Andy. Yeah, please, hey, man. First off, great to have you back. Always a big supporter, for always. But anyways, here's my thank question. Thank you. I appreciate that. They make uh, they remake so many movies all the time. Most of them don't ever really work out, but. Why wouldn't they ever come up with a movie like The Last Starfighter, which in this day and age, I would think would be just so easy. It'd probably be even stupid now, but why not a movie like that? Video game, you know, a guy plays a video game. He's so good at it. He saves the whole universe from the bad guys. And that that was my only question. Yeah, dude. I mean, who owns that Last Starfighter? What's the studio? I'm surprised there's not a remake at least already in the works. I mean, wasn't that Pixels? You could argue that. You could argue that. Yeah, you know, you're right, though, dude. I, it's a classic. I mean, you could either take, you could do a version of it like Pixel did, but better. Absolutely. Uh, or you could just remake it in this day and age, where it's like, I feel like you could probably pull that one off and do if you got a good director and a good cast. I'm not against remakes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, some of these movies, you don't need them. Uh, but that's one I feel like you could borrow a lot from and probably still. Add, and pump up the technology and still make it interesting. Uh, it's a good. It's a good thought. We. I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. It's not one of the, that Starfire. I liked it, but it wasn't one of those ones. That I'm like, you can't touch it. Like Back to the Future. Leave it alone. Back to the Future still holds up. Hey, it's I'm perfect. There's no. You can't really bring anything to it. You're never gonna match that. Any anything you do is gonna pale in comparison. And even the technology, the everything holds up still in that movie. So that's like a perfect example of like I'm so glad they're not just trying to spin that out because if Bob Gale and Zemeckis didn't own those rights and demand that you know you're never gonna do it, we would be we would have had a hundred of Back to the Future movies, and it would have just I think run out of steam. There was a cartoon that did it right, and the cartoon sort of allowed them to go do some adventures, and it was stupid, cute, but for kid stuff. But um. Hey, they went to the stony to the prehistoric ages and found uh, dinosaur Biff. 
That's right. Yeah, but, but, well, the, I think the, 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 <laughs> it was the original years, 85 to 55, and then second MoMA is to 2015. You, you could change the years up, you know, especially when you get closer to 2015, you could argue 2025 or vice versa, you know, go back. At that point, but I'm with you though. I think. Well, I think, I think it's you just do a new time travel movie. Is my point. Like, oh, you, yeah, you just do, do a new time. You can borrow the element of it of a, someone build a time machine and goes. That that's a timeless Happy birthday idea to me. Yeah, that's a timeless no, idea I, I, that you can make. I but yeah, but you, my but point because my other, I was gonna say like even with Back to the Future, like when you watch the trilogy. It gets very repetitive. <laughs> it actually does. Oh, no. If you watch hey, them, especially down boy, down boy. If, if you watch them back to back, it's not like Back to the Future Two really sucks. If you watch it right back to back, oh come on! Back to the Future Two is way better with that time difference. When, when you watch in eighty five, and then what was it ninety or eighty nine when it came out? There was like a good four or yeah. five years in between. Yeah, it was awesome because you're like, oh my god, it's I'm back, and it's clever. Don't get me wrong, it's I do think it's really clever how they go back to the other movie, and you're seeing like it's it's, but it's a very it's a little bit. Um, uh, Avengers Endgame is what it is, right? Avengers Endgame is yeah. borrowing a lot from Back to the Future 2. And, uh, they, they even reference it. That's right, they do. But uh, it's but it's not uh, it, it's at the end of the day, it's not that good of as good of a movie by any stretch of the imagination. And then part three is like okay, but it feels like sort of uh, smaller in scale because they're just the whole movies in the West, yeah. where it's like I don't know if that's what I would have chosen if I was going to stick one genre for them to be stuck in. I probably wouldn't have picked a picked a western. It's fine. What 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 whatever would you have done in it? I don't know. I probably would have. I would have had them go to a couple. I think there would have medieval been, times. Yeah, it would have been something fun to go from that, or even pure prehistoric would have been fun. Like, um, damn, that would have been I, expensive. Yeah, but I, the third final movie of the Back to the Future, I wish they would have just sort of embraced it and and done like a back, uh, actually travel to a few different, have an excuse or reason in the script to go to a couple different time periods, just get it out of their system. Um, being stuck in just the Western was cool, but it got a little boring for me. But they if, did go to uh, the prehistoric times in the ride. That's right. The dinosaur mm -hmm. comes when Biff steals the time. He steals it in the ride. Does the ride still exist anywhere? It was no. fun. It was a fun ride. Uh, but Jay, well, good, good, good digression. Uh, thank you, man. Good, always good. To, thank you for uh, coming in for the first time. But good to see you in the chat, and thank you for the support in there. Keep Anytime, doing what you do. We will entertain you. I uh, really appreciate you. Keep up. Stay safe out there. Will do. Hey, have a good night. Thanks, ma'am. See you. Um, and we got, uh, let's see here. I got a couple others in the in the pipeline. Lewis, are you going soon? Are you waiting for me or what are you doing? I'm not going to go. I got to be honest with you. I, I thank you for the support today, but I'm not going to go on. Uh, I'm not trying to show off, but I woke up 6 a.m. in the morning. I interviewed Frank Miller. I've been <laughs> up since that him. time. <laughs> yeah, I interviewed Frank Miller. So I am tired, man. <laughs> yeah, um, I, had to, I had to do my homework for the questions. Uh, but that's dropping pretty soon. So well, good. We got Lewis nice. in here. Hang for a little bit more, Lewis. So that way, people yeah. get to see you tonight. Uh, Drew, you're in the building. I see a couple chats. Let's get through them. You guys can still send your support before we wrap through Streamlabs. I think I have the link here. Thank you guys for supporting tonight. Uh, Cash App Lewis at Nerd Report too. Uh, but I got uh, Drew skis in here. What's up, Drew? Yo, what's going on, man? Good. How are you? How are you doing? How's your night going? Oh, pretty good. I got off of work at like nine. Just been watching since then. To be honest, can't say anything really, really important or that big hey well welcome thanks for, for watching supporting what's uh, any questions yeah. you got any topics you want to bring yeah. up well something happened in the stream i like Transformers. the disney video earlier today i watched that i love that oh the disney yeah the disney world is opening and i yeah, watched i love that then thank you man it's it's weird to me because i'm like i see the commercial i don't know if you guys watched that video you can watch it after but the video they made a commercial where it's like everyone's in their masks 
and it's all empty. And seeing all that just made me like, maybe I shouldn't go. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like when you see, you know, because I saw there was like a meme going around on Facebook or something where it was like, uh, I was Instagram, I saw it. Where it's like, you know, if your waiter looks like this, and it's like a waiter with rubber gloves, and he's got the plastic. Yes, mask. I've seen that too. And it's like, if your waiter looks like this, you should probably be at home cooking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm starting to see that. And so I see Disney spending all this money on this commercial to like, yeah. where it's okay, guys. We cleaned everything. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if that's good. Now you they're just reminding me that I probably shouldn't yeah. go, you know? And that then, but then as I thought about it, I was like, what's the difference between a social distance Disneyland and a social distance Walmart? Like what? What's yeah, the difference? Yeah, we're in. We're all in a Walmart, standing next to each other in the lines, and we're buying our groceries, touching the thing to buy the groceries, like because we have to. So, twenty-five percent capacity Disneyland. At least you're gonna get a brides, have some fun. Uh, what is the difference? I don't know. I, I'm not gonna hate anybody who goes to Disneyland, especially if they're following the protocols. They're wearing the masks. I, that's that's it seems to be it should be a personal choice at this point. It's not like yeah. a concert where they're all sitting next to each other or a rally where they're all sitting next to each other. Like, you know, they can probably Disney's pretty funded and has a, has a good you know machine where they could probably ensure everybody's doing it safely. So why, why? What did you think of that, Drew? Would you go to Disney World or you stay at home? You know, it's funny. My family was actually talking about going to Disney at the end of July. I don't think that's happening now, but my brother went to Universal Studios, uh, or because I'm in Atlanta, went to Universal, uh, what is it, Orlando, yep. uh, last month, and he said it was really not, like, everyone wore a mask at all times, he said, and, like, he said it was, like, probably, like, a fourth of the amount of people that are there, because my family loves to go to theme parks, and we've been to all, all over the country going to them, so he went down there for a birthday thing, and uh, he said it was probably, like, a, a fourth of, or a quarter of the amount of people that are usually there, and that everyone was wearing their mask, and I mean, nothing came from it. He's, I'm pretty sure he's still healthy now. So, yeah, and uh, bringing it up. Thank you. I see Myra. Myra, good to see you tonight. Love you, Myra. Thanks for tuning in. Myra works at Disney, and so I and I always think of Myra when I see this stuff because I'm like, I want to make sure Myra gets to go back to work. Yeah, there's a lot of people who need to go back to work to these parks, so you can keep totally knocking on it, and you can start saying like, look, it's it's, it's it, it, we got to get to a point where it's like, if you're if we're allowed to go to the grocery store, we should be allowed to go to certain other places. I don't yeah, understand I, the difference. Yeah. If you can, if you can make sure there's if not. You're outdoor at a theme park too. Yeah, it's like there's ways yeah. to do it safely. The problem I have is like my own personal choice is like I don't believe the people at Disney World are going to stay out of my personal space. There totally, are people yeah. are oh complete jerks and do not have any concept for personal space these days. And that to me no, worries no. me more. Where it's like I don't want to go risk going there and getting all these people in my zone and my junk because I, I every time i go to uh i go to bj's which is our costco version of costco over here and uh every time it's just people jump in front of me to grab stuff i'm like dude like we get out of my I have a yeah. mask on Can't, totally. you've already forgot like don't jump in front of me uh so I, I can't imagine what it's gonna be like at a disney world with everybody running around so i yeah i i have no idea especially like i mean like it's so popular they have so many areas it, it must i have no idea but uh, yeah, thank you for that call out, Myra, and thank you for that support because Myra is a is a Disney. Are you Myra? Are you um, uh, are you uh, you're up next? Uh, so we have uh, Matt. Just turn off your audio, Matt. Mute yourself. You're up next. Um, but uh, Myra, are you gonna? Did they? Do you get to? You know, you're at Disneyland. That's right. Sorry. So you don't, they're not open yet. California hasn't opened, but Florida has. But yeah, yeah, everyone makes fun of Florida. I get it. There's a lot of dumb people. I don't in Florida. get it. I mean, I yeah. But I there's get dumb it, people but, in every like, state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Florida's a beautiful state. I love Florida. I've gone to Florida my whole life growing up on vacations. I love Florida. I've never understood that hate, to be honest. But it, like, I agree. I mean, there's p crazy people in every single state, every single major city. 
you know, it just like a crazy, it's a weird thing to me. I never understood it either. So, uh, my love to my local Florida here. I got to defend Florida when I can. Uh, but I, honestly, I'm I, that the Disney World opening. I'm like torn on because I do think there was a lot of Floridians who should have had the mask on. <laughs> is really I think yeah. it's most frustrating. Oh yeah. My biggest frustration of all this, it's not, and, not, and I'm not trying to get political, but it's like there has just been no leadership to sort of just put their foot down and say do this, which we should have just all done. And had we done that. We would be in a better place now. And that's the problem right now. And then everyone's sort of blaming the states or the president. or Everyone's trying not to, to take the, you know, want to skirt the blame to someone else. And the reality is, like, we should have all been more united to just say, no, all right, everybody, it sucks. But for the next three months, you're all wearing masks. Nothing's opening. Movie theaters, you're not opening in three months. Stop talking about it. We got to just commit. And nobody knew, and nobody knew how to do it. And then now it's been like, ah, and then I don't have to wear a mask. Yeah. It's like, just wear the goddamn mask, people. Who cares? Or stay at home if you don't want to wear a mask. Jesus. It, so you stupid. Know, like, the governor of Georgia, Kemp, he, he said maybe a couple weeks ago, he was like, going on a, on a wearing a mask, man, mandating mask wearing is just a bridge that I, I don't see myself crossing. I'm like, what, what, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I mean, what, how can that be such a big deal? Well, but Master honestly, it's not, but it's not, I'm not trying I know I have Trump supporters in here. I'm, I'm not a Trump supporter. I've said it, but I'm not going to hate on him too much, but it's like, he should have put on a mask. He should have just yes, put on the mask. I agree. Him and I Pence agree. should have put on the mask. Totally. It would have just, it just had what you do to be sort of unite everybody and just say, look, we're just doing it. And it would have helped so much. And instead it just fueled a lot of people like, I don't need it. And I know I still know that people are like, well, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. Look, there's people saying it's airborne now. So clearly it would have helped then, right? So it's like, who we don't, we clearly don't know. So stop telling me, you know, that's what I'm so frustrated. And if we don't really oh, yeah. know, and everybody's oh, yeah. telling us different information, then just follow the rules, especially in a business who has every damn right to tell you if they can reserve, reserve, you know, refuse your service. So, oh my God, it's just getting so frustrated. Wear the mask, yeah. everybody just make it. It's, it's made great content though. People, uh, <laughs> Of people trying to get All in these, stores uh, without masks. Yeah, like, it is. Shutting it down. I had one. I, yeah, I know you guys are probably watching. I had one. And I asked. I, you were there, Don. I asked Don and Damien, like, we, how, who? Let's ask again. Jim, Lewis, Matt, Drew. If you are standing in a line and you and you catch a Karen or a Ken and they're flipping out about the mask, do you, who raise your hand if you grab your phone and start recording? Yeah. <laughs> I do. Honestly, I do. I, I think I would. I'm going to be completely honest. I think I would 100% do that. I, 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 have, I have viral after your um after your uh what's it called America's funniest home videos video. I I know now where to invest that video and how to make some money off. <laughs> exactly. It, so. You got to be careful. With, they'll they'll try and buy it. That. But yeah, I mean, I did. I I my my trick for anybody if you're there, you do this one. Oh, hold on. Hello. But make you. I've already. I'm recording. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Oh, hey. But at, see, notice that way I'm also doing it horizontal. Hello? Because you want to do it horizontally. Why? Because Here's my oh, trick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Oh, they didn't answer. And then I'm just like, I don't know. They didn't pick up. And then I sort of hold it like this, just awkwardly, so I know it's well, still rolling. Well, realistically, what can you do, though? You don't work there, so you don't have no uh, authority to kick anyone yeah. out. You can't jump them because that's illegal. You can't call the police because they're defunded. So what the hell are you going to do? <laughs> Record it and capitalize on it on YouTube. Can you believe? And then yeah. to add to all the chaos, Kanye West is going to be president. Okay. Uh, uh, thank you, Drew. Uh, we're going to get to Matt yeah, Max. I have a small question. Yeah, um, yeah. This, um, you know, my favorite, one of my favorite movie studios is A24. And yep. in uh, yeah. the quarantine, 
I, I've seen a lot of them, but I've really caught up. I'm, I'm at like a, like a 90% amount of seen of them. I've seen a lot of A24 movies, especially recently. So I'm curious about what are some of y'all y'all's favorites, maybe some underrated ones. Like I'd love to hear your thoughts on A24 movies. I don't really hear. You reminded me there's a, a fan. I'm sorry I forget the fan who sent this to me, but a fan sent me a really amazing um, roundtable discussion that Hollywood Reporter did, one of their sort of filmmaker t- rounds, but they had all the heads of the studios. It was insane. Yes, yes. They had like Alan uh, Horn, they had Toby Emmerich. Uh, yeah. uh, Campia always talks about that goddamn. Oh, does he? Oh, he's, he's, yeah, exactly what you're talking I don't. About. I don't watch Campia, so there you go. I proved to prove it. I didn't know that. <laughs> I always, uh, now yeah. I don't want to talk about it because people will think I got it from Campia, but I didn't get it from Campia. But oh, my, no, my point no. is, it was a great video because you like get to watch the power dynamics of these four pe- of these uh, six people, uh, and it's like watching them all try to like, eye each other up, but then also like answer honestly. Because uh, all of them are really responsible for all pretty much everything we watch or, or see out there, so it was it was before everything went down. That was a really fascinating thing. But I saw it and I was looking at the comments too. I would love to see one with some more of the small, the some of the smaller independent uh, people. Yes, it would be really yeah, fun to see. Like, but yeah, A twenty four is great. I loved um, I love Midsummer. That was probably the last one I remember. Here's yeah. my my ahead, ranking. Lewis. Last last year, I would say Waves is number one. Yes, Un- loved Waves. So underrated. I didn't yeah, see but Waves. The second I half, like I thought I wasn't going to like the second half. You know, when what happens, uh, the twist. I totally but I agree. Did, I'm glad I'm- I did like it. I did like totally it. Totally agree. I like the first half better because I really was feeling that character and like really loving that story. But let's not spoil it totally because agree. it's really unique. Yeah, I'm going to watch yes, that one. Totally agree. And then Uncut Gems is number two. Oh. Yeah. Mid- Forgot uh, about day twenty four. Midsummer Samar is number three, and I think the lighthouse is overrated. I, I me too. Yeah, I think the I entire the film was created because the guy who made the movie thought of the end. He goes, "Man, that's a freaky image. Let me make a movie around that." Yeah, no, and that was the, probably the best part. Was like, "Hello, <laughs> give me more." I liked, yeah. um, I liked Hereditary. I'm going yeah. through deeper cuts of theirs. They did, um, uh, they did, uh, um. I love Moonlight. Moonlight is like my favorite movie the last five years. Yeah, Moonlight. did they? Did A twenty four do Ex Machina? Yeah, I, yes, love Ex Machina. It's not on this list, but they did right before. It, no, I, it, yeah, I found a list that has it. They did. Okay, good. That that one was great. Eighth grade, I did enjoy. Um, I'm looking at some of their young cut gems. First cow, I really want to see. Did you see that, Lewis? Uh no. Everyone was no. talking about it, but and then did you ever see the death of Dick Long? <laughs> that looked weird. <laughs> I felt the witch was uh, overrated too, but that's the same guy I, as the I lighthouse. I got right? so bored with the witch. I saw the farewell. It was good, actually. That was good. Uh, here, I'll, I'm looking at the list. Everyone can see it with me. Uh, Low tide. Under, yeah, they've done a lot that I haven't seen. To be honest, I never watched mid '90s. That's the Jonah Hill one. I heard Green Room was good. I hated Green Room. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? That's I mean, a, I understand why people liked it. Probably my favorite. Uh, disaster. Oh, Lady. I did like Lady Bird a lot. And Disaster Artist. I liked. I liked uh, Florida Project. Good time. I didn't see a ghost story yet. I wanted to watch that one. Man, they do. They have done a lot. I may have something. Yeah. Hold on, guys. I, I, I think I have something to show you guys. Hold oh, on. Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army Man. Oh, bravo, Swiss Army Man. And the lobster. Both of those are fantastic. Sorry, what were you saying, Don? No, I said I only saw a Hereditary, but a bunch of these are on my list of movies that I need to catch up on. And like, like Swiss Army Man, like you were saying, that's one I... I been wanting to see, and I just never get around to seeing it. Yeah, but then uh, they did Room, which is a great film. Uh, violent Year, that's great. Have you seen? What about you, Jim? Have you seen any of these? You're a film nut. These are some of these horror movies too. Tusk. Did yeah. you like Tusk? Well, Tusk, yeah, Tusk. I saw right from the get go. Anytime that Justin Long dies, I'm I'm down. 
I thought uh, it was eight twenty four, but it's actually a a booklet Neon sent me from last year. It has all their oh, okay Neon. It's kind of cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, no. Look, I like A twenty four a lot. They take a lot of chances, and that's we need we need studios like them tremendously right now to actually put out movies that are different. Uh, so yeah, good question. Good, uh, good. Well, that's good the thing, though. Everybody's like, "Give me something different. Give me something different." Everyone wants something different until they get it. A twenty four doesn't make billion dollar films. Yep, sequels do and remakes. Mm-hmm. They talk about that in that, in that interview. Uh, it's a good roundtable. I'll try. I'm just look up the uh, producer roundtable on uh, or executive roundtable on on High Reporter. You guys will find it. But Swiss Army Man, so good. I I gotta watch that again. Have you seen that one, Jim? Say it again. Swiss what, Army Taylor? Man with no. Paul Dano and Daniel. Will you watch that one for me? I think it's on Netflix. Do you have Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. Watch Swiss Army Man and come back to me. That is a movie I feel like you would actually really appreciate. Write I will that write one, that down. Write Try that one down, phone. and uh, <laughs> don't don't look it up. Don't watch don't watch anything about it. I'm not going to tell you what it's about. Uh, I will tell you this: Daniel Radcliffe plays a corpse. Yeah, okay, <laughs> it, it, it is definitely on Netflix. I just uh, it is double. so fascinating. I loved it. I loved it. It t- goes in such weird directions, but that is a movie I think you would love. Um, yeah, well, with life the way it's going, I have a lot of free time. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, but watch this yeah. Army Man and tell me lo- the Lobster is another weird one with Colin Farrell. That one, I think that might be on there too. But uh, check out uh, Swiss Army Man. All of you guys, if you haven't watched it, give that one a shot. It's really uh, the music is so good. Uh, but uh, what was I saying? Uh, who was on with me? Did we lose you? Uh, oh, I left. Sorry, oh. Drew. Drew, we lost you, Drew. Anyway, good, good talk, Drew. Thank you for coming in. I was about to dump you anyway, so you didn't miss. Anything. I missed the A twenty four movies. Honestly, that yeah. that I really absent do good. I'm putting you in the queue, so get ready, absent good. Get your sound ready while we talk to Matt. Matt, my man, what's going on? Hello from Austin, Texas. Yes, sir. Um, so we have two movie theaters open. They're both one used to be a dollar theater, the other is an I pick. And I've been going multiple times a week, and it's been awesome because I'm the only one there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I paid five bucks. I saw the Inception, Indiana Jones 1 and 2, Back to the Future. Um, I saw the Lord of the Rings Extended Editions, Jurassic Park. All by yourself? Most of the time, yeah, I was the only person in the theater. Oh, uh, that, that's the best. That's the best. That's the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. And I feel right. so bad because, you know, they everybody's important. They just hang out in the lobby and during bathroom breaks. Like, anything I, I can do to you? Anything you need help with? <laughs> You're like, uh, I'm good. But, like, I just got back. I saw the new um, Scott Eastwood movie, The Outpost, you know, and that was great. But, um, yeah, it looks dismal. It doesn't seem like they're going to last longer. I would go if I could. I would. I would wear the mask and go as long as it's not too crazy and people aren't coughing on me. Well, I so would. you know when you um, you get your seat online or when you show up, you pick your seat, and once you pick your seat, like the next two seats next to you, they're automatically filled up. Oh, mm. I love that. <laughs> That's how movies should be. So uh, I mean, it that makes me feel better. Other people there, it's like two people. Yeah, and um, I pick is one of these bougie theaters that like you have different couple pods. And uh, they're usually like very expensive seats, but for those, it's like twelve bucks. But seeing, you know, I gotta look that up. Do we have an iPick here, Adon? Oh, s- like where you pick your seats? Yeah, we gotta yeah. find a theater that's yeah. open for us. We gotta see if no. There's works. a couple theaters that I remember that lets us pick our seats in advance. 
Yeah, I gotta look. Um, up. I know because I have an AMC literally right by my house, and I don't want to. It's the nice. I mean, they used to do that. The veterans. Uh, you also reminded like, me. Has Movie Pass like stopped? Because I might have. Am I still paying for Movie Pass even though they're not? <laughs> <laughs> they're closed. Oh, you I, should I, definitely I have double check that. Ground House Pass, and they they stopped for everybody. They paused it. I should they, find that. Yeah, out. they paused uh, my AMC Pass. I had that, and I got a text one day, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not gonna do it for now." Yeah, for us, you know, we we have a Cinemark is one of our huge chains, and they're supposed to open, and the whole slot was like $5 movies, Matrix, Mad Max, Fury Road, Harry Potter's, all the big, you know, just classics. Yeah, no, I miss it. I got to do it. I feel Um, bad. I mean, it's been great. Jurassic Park was, you know, I took my dad to see it, and he hasn't seen it in a while, and he would just keep jumping out of this. It's such a good uh, movie. Boy, that's the movie. It doesn't matter. I saw that when it, I saw Jurassic Park when it first came out, and then I saw Jurassic Park again at an art show that uh, in the town I grew up. Maybe uh, not too long ago, a couple years ago, maybe three years ago. It doesn't matter. That movie, whether no matter the how old you were the first time you saw that movie, to fast forward, it's awesome in the theater. It is. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's one of those movies that's just timeless. I would say that Back to the Future, like that one too. It's just mm-hmm. timeless. It, the effects hold up. Everything holds up. It's so masterfully directed. The you pacing. know what holds up is Jaws. It does. Actually, as, yeah, as yeah, a time period. Yeah, I see period, that in the art house, too. As a time period, period piece, it doesn't... Um, at the theaters. A couple of years ago in Austin, they did this thing called Jaws on the Water, where you sit in a lake. Yeah, and I saw that. Food. That's terrifying. Yeah, I, was, I went to that for my birthday, and they have scuba divers underneath you, tugging yeah. at your leg. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! I know. I, just, I didn't want to spoil it for anybody, but yeah, they they should do it again. But yeah, I, I you're all in inner tubes watching Jaws on the water, and then they had <laughs> scuba divers awesome. who were ready to just start pulling at people. Brilliant! Uh, I would totally have done that. That looks jaw, and I just watched that with my kids. They loved it. Actually, it was a little slow for them, but they were invested. And then we tried Jaws two, and they couldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Matt, what else? You, you got? to see Jaws once. Yeah, Jaws. Uh, Matt, any other questions? I'm going to get to absent good next. I was going to say, if I mean, if you had these theaters open, would you go? Yeah, I know I would. I think I would. But, I mean, all my all my experiences, you know, I guess the eight times I've been in the past month, it's just a plus. They're doing everything. I mean, my thing is like I because I have my kids. Um, but my kid go, my son goes back and forth between my, his mom and mine. So it's like, I'm already yeah. sort of exposed in a way because of that, even though we're all safe, but it's like, we go to the store. Like I know there's opportunities. So it's like, I'm not, I'm not a pro it's, I feel like, you know, as long as I'm distant and I'm masked, I'm, uh, that's sort of my, my rules. If it's a very crowded place, I'm not going to go. Um, and in fact, I'm sorry, Bunda, I've been trying to get to your comment because you said the difference at a Walmart is you're expected to get in and out with what you need. In Disney, you'll be there all day. That's higher chance of getting COVID. So Bud Light, damn you. Why'd you say that, Bunda? Uh, did it on made me purpose. Say, did it on purpose to get me. Bunda, I disagree because Disney's 10 times, 100 times bigger than a Walmart. So if they actually only let in 25% people, you guys can, they can, you know, it's like going to a park. I go to the park. I've totally gone to the park with my kids big problem is when you're when you're waiting in line for a long time you start to lean on the rails yeah well but my point is i wouldn't touch the rails and i'd come with so much sanitizer and wipes that i that would not happen and my that's my point i don't whether it's the cart or the, the rails chairs, the seats. i'm not doing it i'm not touching it and that's the other thing go? is i shower immediately after i come home from a walmart you think i'm gonna shower i'm gonna shower twice at the end of a disney world but my point is like i don't think it's i i, I don't again 
the idea of a Disney World is seems impossible because you think of it with the crowds. That's why it's so weird to see it empty for me. But if the crowd's not there, man, that sounds awesome going to Disney World without the crowds. <laughs> it's like, hello. You can get it. Like, I saw a video where it's like, uh, I knew somebody went right before, you know, Bud Light hit, and they said it was empty. It was empty. It was immaculate, and it was empty. And people were masked, hand sanitizer everywhere. Everybody was clean. And it, most of it's outside. So I'm like, I don't know. I feel like there's a way to do it safely. It should be up to the person, and I probably would do it if it wasn't so damn expensive. <laughs> but movie theaters, yeah, I'll, I'll go. I don't know if I'm going to take my family, but I'm going to probably go in a mask and make sure the theater's empty, and then I would totally do it um, for two hours to well, sit there. I have a quick question. Um, this, um, you know, leasing movies, the blockbuster thing is only like 40 years old at the oldest. Do you think, you know, for the time being, like here in Austin, Texas – or all of Texas is where it's a shitstorm. But do you think we might go back temporarily to this opening theater movies regionally throughout the country? I think they should. I mean, they've talked about it because there's some Selena Gomez movie that's kind of come out that they're going to do that with because it's so cheap that they realize, hey, theaters could be open in the next few months and they need content. So they're going to start putting some new movies in. And their whole plan was, well, look, we're not going to get all the markets right away, but we're going to go back to the old style of it's available in New York and L.A., and then it's available in Austin, and then it's available in, you know, uh, Maine, whatever. But that, yeah, to I mean, me... I, I could see that with Unhinged, but do you think with stuff like Tenet? No, I think they're going to wait for movies like Tenet. At the same time, why wouldn't it work? If Tenet just stays in the theater for a year? I mean, get the hype up. <laughs> and that's how movies used to be, you know? Movies used to be out for six months, and you I have to wait. Jurassic Park came out when I was like five years old, and I think I saw it six times within eight months. I mean, Tenet or Wonder Woman could probably pull that off. So there's, But I think Christopher Nolan, I've read an article, he's insisted on being the first movie out. He wants to support the theaters. And yeah. somehow Warner's like, okay, whatever you say, Nolan, which is crazy because it's a lot of money. they got to make like $400 million worldwide to make cost up. And that's going to be tough, I think. But who knows? Who knows? Uh, but look, thank you, man. I'm going to head on over to Absent Good. I see Absent Good. But Matt, thank you. you can st- I'll put you back in the waiting room. If there's time, I'll bring you back. But good to see you, my man. Or we will do a we can do a game if there's time at the end. But uh, thank Love you. It. Absent Good. What? Uh, how are you? Are you good? What's up, man? Good to- I like your how backdrop, you man. It's a good little movie background you got there back then. Yeah, that's my wife bought that for me. So. Good. Nice. Keep her, man. Just in the man cave. <laughs> I'm not sure if you got to it yet because I, I, I tweeted you some topics you asked. Did you get about the uh, – well, actually, how how you doing the last Avatar Airbender? I'm we, – we, it's slow for me because I've been slammed and I watch it with my daughter, so I wait for her to be available. So we do it at like bedtime when I'm not streaming. I can't watch, couldn't watch tonight because I'm here with you guys. Effers, no. Uh, so I'm slow. I think I'm at like 14, 13 or 14. Okay, yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching my daughter as well because I watched it when I was younger when it came out back in 2005, and um, then I saw the movie and I, I got really depressed. But <laughs> yeah, the movie sucks. But, um, well, I, just to war- just give you a heads up, I think it's episode 11, The Great Divide, the one I tweeted about. The yeah, Great Divide, yeah. which is see everyone. Is that Jim, Adon, Lewis? Have you all watched Last Airbender? Any of you? Uh, uh, the only one. Does the M.I. Shyamalan one? Is no, that no, 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 he's talking about the cartoon. Have you seen the cartoon, Adon? Parts of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. We both are enjoying it. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, my daughter. She, my daughter. She eight. She's eight, and she loves it. And she, every time she asks me, "You gonna watch it? You gonna watch it?" Like yeah. I think yesterday we watched like four episodes. And I was like, and like I, I liked it. But I got kind of burnt down. I was like, we gotta, we gotta pace this out because yeah, you know, as as you go through it, you see the characters mature more and more, and you see they uh they get more and more personality. Each and every one of them, you learn more about them. 
and especially other characters that you see. So well, it's and it's and the topics yeah. are kind of intense. Yeah. Like it's like, but in a good way, where it's like I, I'm actually really great. It's really fun to have conversations with her afterwards because you're and getting as lessons. You watch, as you're watching now, you know, like how do you feel about Netflix uh, doing live action and working on it right now? And, and the showrunners that did it on Nickelodeon are like are, are ahead of it. Yeah, so. I'm super into it. I hope they spend the money and do it right because you could. There's so much to mine there, even if they're just adapting and doing every, the cartoon and they're doing a, you know three or two or three episodes an episode sort of in one storyline I'm all for it. and then I hope they too take some liberties and do their own um, but yeah I think there's so because M. Night did not hit it at all There's he just completely missed the mark on it and it's so sad because there's a lot of interesting topics great characters I love the dynamic between the trio and, and Suka is so good um, Suka and Uncle Ira it's like you're just like you and I got oh, to, like, yeah, I just got to the episode Ira. where we got the backstory of why Zuka was who, he's, who Zuka is and it was like it was I was like damn this is really good but the um, the Great Divide I have a video coming next week stay tuned I'm going to be out of town next week but um, yeah. uh, but I, I have a video I, I like, pre-taped they show, they show the women they're like badasses like yep. they show like their skills love the it the so good. they show the women like I like I can be better or be- uh, better than you I love that, and I like my wife. My as my daughter watches it, she like she smiles on those parts, seeing the female characters having strong parts in it. Oh yeah, and there's uh, a hold lot. on, night, night, Jeff Wheeler. I see you, Wheels. Oh. Uh, come on, come on, Wheels. Let's get you on one of these. That'll be fun. A blast from the past. You can join. You can just sit there quietly in the chat next time. Good night, man. Good to see you. Uh, and also, sorry, quickly, uh, Nin Zero Two Nine. Your top five Sly Stallone movies. Everybody, keep that thought while we still talk. Top five mm-hmm. slides to low movies. I'm going to handle that. Thank you for your support. And, and last, as we wrap up, anybody else who can throw over support, we'll we'll get to it. But anyway, sorry, yeah, Don, you were saying. No, I was agreeing uh, agreeing with absolute good. Like uh, their female characters are arguably some of the best female characters I've seen in a long time. As far as like being strong female characters, um, granted, you have the main ones that everybody knows about, but even their sideline characters and some of their villains fantastic female villains that they have that you you haven't even gotten to but when you get there you're gonna be like wow that is a great character like, especially especially character Toph I think you got to you know that point already Andy with Toph and and how young she is but you know how independent and strong she is to be that being that young uh and you know as she's growing up and just showing that she can just tear anybody I, I love that part as well I don't think I know. I haven't done that. I might be just about to, but it's all good. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I'll, I'll probably get there. But I know, I know, there's more that come. But no, we're still sort of deep in Ang and. Um, uh, You're still on book one. Yeah, we're in book, book one. one. We're we're, we're in the, almost done book one. We're get, uh, I think it's thirteen and there's twenty. So I'm. I'm still, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a great divide between him, him people. Great divide is like everything. episode eleven. A great divide is like a yeah. one where it's not very character driven. But anyway, I'll say, stay tuned for Avatar fans. Or I, I, it's known as sort of the worst episode, but I really liked it. I thought it was an amazing story. Teach the kids. Um, and I share why in the video. So stay tuned because I my, I wanted to sort of do a video plugging last Avatar, but I thought here's an angle let's try and defend even its worst episode so far because it's actually even that one's good uh so stay tuned yeah. now i'm gonna draw I right, right now episode. andy like avatar like channels and videos are hitting like ridiculous you talk about anything about them and the people are just interested and it's, it's built up so crazy right now yeah, no, I, yeah I'm, I'm glad to get into it because i think there's i can tell that show when it comes out could be massive my Netflix next video is gonna be, be kathleen kennedy destroyed avatar <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You need it. It's a double whammy. <laughs> Kathleen, should Kathleen Kennedy destroy Avatar? No, uh, Ava, here, it, here it is. Exclusive. Nerd Report exclusive. Kathleen Kennedy drops Lucasfilm. Now she's in charge of Avatar. Oh, no. No. I didn't realize <laughs> Dave Filoni was, had directed so many episodes. So it's like even he was connected there. So yeah. it just shows. I he's believe. Gotta- was it a long time ago? I believe that's how George Lucas um, 
got to know him by because he likes Avatar. I don't know. I, I, well, I, I knew he. Yeah, I, he told that the meeting Wars. in the Mandalorian. He talked about mm-hmm. meeting Lucas in that making of the Mandalorian show, which is a really interesting show. Talk about power dynamics. That the scene where John, every time Favreau and Kathleen Kennedy talk, it's fascinating to watch the body language and who's interrupting who, because you can just tell there's definitely a little it's bit of heavily like a, edited though. Come totally, on. but it's still you can sure. tell there's like a little bit of like I got to talk now. No, I'm talking now. No, I'm gonna talk. Uh, you can tell that's totally how that works. You got to sort of have the alpha be the alpha. Uh, at Cora, everyone says Cora's shit. I, I, I've heard both, but I, anyway, I'm not gonna get through it. Focus on that last avatar. You guys should all tune in. It's start watching it. It's worth it. Um, and uh, I think it's fun. If you have a kid, especially, it's it's a good one to sort of try and get a kid into. My son liked it, but he's not always here, so it's harder to to wait. So he's I'm trying to get him to watch it too, so we can all be paying attention. But um, whether you have a son or a daughter, it's kind of a it's a beautiful show because it can play to both boys and girls. So. Um, yeah. it's good. Uh, but yeah, absent good, good thoughts. Good brought up. I'm glad we got to talk about that. Uh, anything else you want to mention? Where did you go? I lost. Oh, he left. We lost you. Are you there? He left. Oh, there. there. Oh, sorry. We got you. Uh, anything else you want to say before I uh, lose you there? No, that, no, that's about it, man. Uh, appreciate what you're doing. Uh, watch as much as I can from your channel and uh, keep working hard, man. Love you, man. Thank you for the support and stay good. Stay safe. Uh, we'll catch you on the, on the, in the chat room. Uh, take care my man. And uh, yeah, so uh, let's talk about top five st- top five Stallone movies. Was the question that came in before we ended there? Uh, any other thoughts that come in? You guys have the links. Uh, there you go. Last chance as we go. What are the top five Stallone movies? I mean, it's Rocky. You got to put Rocky in there, right? I got a list. I was like. I, I have my own personal list. Should we go down the line? Well, let's all we had we had to unite together. Who's pick? I'm picking. Oh, we're all pick. Let's all okay. each pick one. No brainers. Rocky. Is anyone to dispute Rocky. it? I will give Rocky. I was gonna say Rocky four with uh, uh, Drago, but <laughs> no. I'll go Rocky. I mean, I love Rocky four. Don't get me wrong, but Rocky. I mean, I would argue it, it Creed. Is, Creed to me is the best sequel. No, Rocky Balboa is the actually best sequel, fair. You know down. what? I, I, Rocky Balboa is great too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe he, even better than the original. Uh, no, it doesn't work without the original, though. You still got to have the first Correct. one. Correct. Yeah, you're right. Empire Strikes Back is my favorite movie. It doesn't work without the other two. So so looking at there, so Rocky we're putting in. First Blood, man. First Blood, not Rambo. First Blood. Okay. Like, so not Rambo 2, you want to go First Blood all the way? They're great. They're all great, man, but but they all have something except 3 is a little iffy. But, oh, and the last one was awful. But, yeah, I would um, go. That's First Blood. You got to pull one. I'd pull First Blood. First blood, First blood is blood's yeah. Fair. I would I would have to put Demolition Man in there. Ooh, Demolition Over Man. First Blood? No, I'm saying we got no, five. Like we got five. five. We got Rocky. We got First Blood. No brainers. I'm, I'm What's surprised that? you didn't choose Cliffhanger. No, see if I'm going through all of his sort of next up actions, I go straight to Demolition Man as my favorite. Mm, okay. I don't know. Where do you That's where fair. do what you guys Cobra? go? Cobra's great too. I'm gonna go for a real old one, Victory. I always oh, remember that one. Damn. But that might be like, remember with Pelé? About, then what what uh, about Over the Top, if we really want to go cheesy? Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> over the Top. Oh, man. Um, so, like, I'm going to throw this one out there. It's one of my personal favorites, uh, Stallone. It's Oscar. Oh, no, I hated that one. Oh, did you? I don't think we're going to agree on the next three. Because <laughs> you're okay, right. Wait. So, all right, everybody make their list. All right. Hold on. I can I got, do it. I got all right, who you got yours, Lewis? Go. Yeah, pretty much. Rocky, uh, First Blood, uh, Ra- uh, Rocky Balboa, um, 
shit. I just uh, just lost my train of thought. I'm going to go for sentimental values victory because I was a kid uh, when I saw it. And then I'm going to go, geez, uh, Demolition Man. All right. Lewis? No, you mean uh, Don. I'm sorry. Don. Sorry. Don? Okay. So I'll stick with uh, Rocky and I'll stick with um, uh, First Blood on those. I'm going to agree on those. Um, for me, I, I, I will say Oscar will disagree on that one. Uh, but I also would go with, um, I, let me go with Tango and Cash mm. and, uh, Cobra. Mm. And then also, um, mm, I wanted to say don't shoot or, uh, or my, uh, don't um, stop or my mom will shoot just for the fun of it. <laughs> but I'm actually going to go with Judge Dredd because um, I am the law. Yeah, that's a movie that I will watch to tear apart for the fun of it. Um, but yeah, so Judge Dredd, I'll put that in there. Well, all right. So that, but I'm going Rocky still. I'm not going to go First Blood. I'm not a huge fan of the Rambos. So I'm going to go Rocky. I'm sorry, Rocky. And Rocky Balboa. I'm going to agree with Lewis on that one. Rocky Balboa is, mm-hmm. a, is a great follow-up and underrated. Didn't get enough props. Uh, Demolition Man, for sure. And then I got to go. Oh, man. Part of me wants to go Creed, but no, it's not really his. It's more of a Michael B. Jordan. He's Rocky Balboa handled that. I'm going to go Cliffhanger and Cobra. And, and a lot of people forgot Ta-da! about Cobra. That couldn't have been better times. Nice. Thank you for having tonight. I truly appreciate, brother. You motivate me to start my own channel and also start a podcast with my wife. Take care, bro. Love absent. Good, man. You are good. I love that. Thank you for that support. You should do it, man. Do it. As we talked, Jim Clegg, we were already talking before. He's back. But uh, as we said in the beginning of the stream, just do it, right? Do it. You can do it. Uh, make a podcast with your wife. There's something not, you you and his wife. Your wife had the uh, what was the one we were watching when your wife was talking about? Uh, it was a uh, blood sport with the uh, she had the hots for uh, the bad the Van Damme's bad guy. What's his name? Uh, I forget. Oh, Bolo. Yeah, Bolo. Yeah, <laughs> Bolo Young. Uh, uh, you had the yeah. She, you, if she loves Bolo, she's got some good takes, man. So you should absolutely start a podcast with her. I love that idea. I want. I'll. I'll be the first subscriber. Let me know. We'll promote it. We should have your. Why don't you have her on? You two should join a stream sometime. Let's debut you guys here on a nerd war. Let's have you and your wife do a nerd war on one of these shows. Reach out to me. DM me. Whatever. Pick out a topic that you two can bicker about, or you know, do it rationally. But hopefully, you'll bicker a little bit, and that'll be fun. That'll be a fun show. Uh, but yeah, absolutely good. I love you. Thank you, man. Uh, keep at it. Glad to. Happy to have inspired you. Uh, you guys inspire me to keep going. So thanks, man. Uh, Don, were you gonna say something? Oh no! Uh, I we went over our five. Uh, oh yeah, we yeah. picked five. We, so Jim, Jim, top yeah, five right. Sylvester Stallone movies. What would you think? Uh yeah 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 okay well obviously Rocky. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> it's nice he wasn't here now he gets he doesn't hear what we picked. Rambo. Yeah, for which one? First Blood or Rambo Two? Honestly, I like the last two as well. There's two but. movies called Rambo, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. There are Rambo okay. First Blood Part Two, and then the last was the last one called Rambo. No, the last no. one was called the Last, last Blood. Blood. Yeah, the, last the blood. one before this one was There's called Rambo. Was, no, actually, John Rambo was what it was called. It was no, it was called Rambo. They added uh, yeah, the John was, later, and that Rambo. was amazing. That was an amazing film. Yeah, I like the last. I mean, honestly, I like the I like them all for different reasons. So there's my five right there. It's <laughs> all Rambo, <laughs> all Rambo films. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, Most I, disappointing. I had to put Demolition Man in. That was all my part of. That was easy. Uh, all right, it. all right. And uh, don't don't stop her. My mom stop will shoot. Her, my mom will shoot. Whatever. <laughs> I almost put that in. I almost put that in. <laughs> I, I, I like Cliffhanger. I think Michael Rooker is amazing. Right. Was he in Copland? He was. He was. Cop- he, yeah, he wasn't. Copland. I got to rewatch yeah. Copland. I don't remember loving it, but everyone was saying in the chat that's one of those ones I got to revisit. Yeah, uh, that's actually uh, one of my cousins. Um, he, he, that's one of his top favorite films. I remember. Uh, he loves Copland. Also, the oddball is uh, the, the the very anticipated sequel to Saturday Night Fever, Staying Alive, directed by <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, or Awful. the Italian Stallion from back in the day. Wasn't that like the first porn he did too? No, well, that, that Staying yeah, yeah. Alive is oh, a sequel to Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. He did. I thought yeah, he, did a, he did. He was known as Italian son. He did like a porn first. Yeah, he did yeah. soft. I heard. And they tried to like remove it, and it, so it didn't exist. But it it happened. You can't can't remove your past alone. Even you can't. <laughs> we all got to live with our past. And hey, who cares? Everyone watches that. Who cares? I'm sure the Italian stallion. Uh, yeah. And then he's. It was weird. I, I never, like get Carter. Didn't like that one. Driven. Didn't like that one. I see. I didn't like Expendables like at all. I liked Expendables two. Yeah. Expendables two was fun. Expendables one. People forget deliver. Expendables. That word is from Rambo: First Blood Part Two. It has a lot of meaning, and the movie was. <laughs> I gotta watch Rambo's again. That's it, I didn't put any Rambo's on my list. I have the Blu-ray set uh, because I wanted to watch them all before I watched Last Blood, and then I never got around to it. But I'll, I'll do it. So just so you know, uh, Andy, I like Rambo- UHF better. <laughs> First blood. Uh, yeah, well, there's never going to be a UHF too. So. <laughs> no, sad. I I asked Weird Al that. I told a story on my streams. That was the most saddest thing. Finally, get a chance to meet Weird Al. I'm like, so what about UHF? He's like, yeah, I don't think anybody wants that, dude. And I was like, oh, stupid question. <laughs> what was that, uh, Lewis? A great movie. So good. I will do a movie world video about UHF. Trust me. Stay tuned. Oh, can I be a part of that? Yes. I, I watched that one with my kids already. I've, they've seen it like four Have times. You? Yeah, you so stupid! Uh, and uh, Raul's Animal Kingdom when they throw the poodle out the window. Oh my god, my son just lost it. He was laughing so hard. But today we teach today, poodles, how to fly. poodles how to fly. Poodles <laughs> 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 Oh man! Cup or whatever. I love UHF. Is that, Lewis, yeah, you, Lewis movie. and Don, do you even know what we're talking about? Yeah, it's a, it's a, what's it called? A Weird Al. Uh, weird I don't movie, remember yeah. how it looked, but wasn't the poster like an antenna? Yeah, it was like Wheel oh, of here, Fish. Wait, they were it. trying to save a radio Do you have station. it on UH? Oh, man, I, ha- I, miss- I wish I had my VHS copy. Yes, I saw Oh, have man, that's it. That's, that's the one I, I watched that so many damn times. Yeah, I mean, I originally first taped it off pay-per-view wow. because my parents, for whatever reason, wouldn't let me go to oh, see I need this? to get me one of those. I want one of those on my. I need the. I need that is the one I had because I I burn. I my my grandmother let me rent it at Movie World. That was the first yeah. time I saw it, and I oh my god, I loved it. And then I, when I got to eventually buy one, I think I bought it used. Oh yeah. man, I wore that tape down like no other movie. Oh yeah, the, I literally still have a working TV VCR combo that I've had since a teenager. So do you throw in VCR like VHS tapes? Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> wow, the quality I, is so I, bad, though. I what happened? The quality of it is so bad. You don't even get the full screen ratio. But honestly, who cares? Because that's like I, I I tried it as far as my collection goes. I tried yeah. to just get the movies that like I grew up with. Yeah. As far like I I I had a bunch, but my mom threw out a lot of them, so I had to buy back a, a number of, of them. And I and I and I I watched. 
House of a Thousand Corpses oh, wow. yesterday. And, like, honestly, it doesn't matter. That's, that you, would be a like, fun one to watch on VHS. Yeah, it helps uh, survive. Yeah. That the House of a Thousand Corpses I could see in VHS. It's funny, when I did The Janitor, the horror movie, we, yeah. we've always been talking about, let's do a VHS version. Because it's, it was shot, it's not HD. So we thought, all right, well, if we're going to do the VHS, let's at least like try to put like a VHS filter on it. And, that, and then my, my friend TJ, who did it with me, he's like, oh, they're already doing that. Yeah, that's a whole style. But I, like, if I made a Blu-ray, I would have like the regular version, but then I'd have like the version. Instead of the director's version, I'd have the VHS version you could throw yeah. on your Blu-ray. And it would, it would be four to three. It would have some like ripples. And that way you could watch it to feel like a videotape. It but never I- looks like a VHS, though. What do you mean? Well, when they try to, like, you mean de-age a modern film, right? You can like, do it. Some people have done it well. I've never seen it done well, not even in the Grindhouse films. It always looks digital to me. I don't know oh, why. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it may. Sure. That's true. I was always proud when we did the Top Gun on us trailer. I, I recorded it on VHS. So I took, I had a VHS that worked, and I, I had a connector that went in through my, my mini DV tape. It just didn't work anymore. But I did a firewire to mini DV to the VHS with an RCA. And so I was able to actually, we made the Honest Trailer, and then I recorded it on my mini DV tape, and then I recorded it on an old VHS tape I had. And then I was able to digitize the VHS tape in, and it looked freaking great because it had the... It had. It was real. There was no digital effects. I recorded. You're waiting it. for the tape to start and had the. Yeah. The so I, I record. I so in order to re, so I, you can do it that way too if you have the the material. Just record it on a VHS tape and then digitize the VHS tape and then you really, it's beautiful. Uh, I don't know if this counts, but I got all my um, laser discs and transferred them to blue uh, DVD. Right on. Yeah, like the Star I never Wars had, stuff. There's I can never afford that. laser discs. I just found my mom's Betamax. <laughs> Max. It really? Oh god, yeah, we're that, all so old. We we still that like <laughs> that thing is huge for a yeah. player. Betamax. Um, it's like it an fell, Xbox. It one. fell down and I caught it just before it hit, and I'm like, oh my god, I thought I was gonna hurt myself. It, it's a solid ten. <laughs> Those things are crazy. I went to I visited uh, a mutual friend of Andy's and I years and years and years ago, and it was the first time I ever saw a laser disc. Slash collection slash player, and it, it was it blew my freaking mind. It was like this is was it Joffrey? Not hitting. No, it was it was Mike. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I just wanted to say the word Joffrey because I knew you'd laugh. <laughs> I was actually thinking, uh, whatever. Dude, I love laser discs. The other guy. Uh, laser discs. They were. It was a thing, guys. People were like, "What's videotapes?" <laughs> yeah, it's well, so weird though. <laughs> Jim has them. He can show you one. Show him, show him a videotape. Here, we'll go full screen. Oh, pull out a videotape and show us what it, show people asking what a videotape looks like, Jim. Grab one. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Just pick one. Here. All right. I'm going to take the green mile, which was the, a double tape. Oh, it it's that a double long. tape. Yeah. yeah. Hey, double so, tapes. Take them out. This is how we watched movies. Them. Yeah. They're just big ass tapes, and you put them into the machine, and then. They had to rewind them. Huh? And you had to rewind yeah, them when you were it. done. The re- yeah. be well, kind, you know, rewind. You had to rewind them when yeah. they're not. Yeah. Be kind, players of rewind. You know. Yeah. And also, when you were done with the movie, you could just put a tape on on the recording area. Go to Cinemax, record the stuff at night when your parents don't know, and it says Green yeah. Mile on it, totally but it's too. really not oh. Green Mile. I would record all that. I would go. Yeah, I would re- totally record the Cinemax movies, and then exactly, <laughs> I'd put some label on it so they didn't know, and it had a whole collection. I'm sure they knew. Uh, but yeah, total, Lewis is totally spot on. Uh, nine zero nine two nine zero nine or zero two nine zero. 
Were you guys fans of the Blair Witch Project movie in 1999? Yeah, and I'll tell you a story. Yeah. I, I did I bring that? No, I guess I was right after I met you, uh, Jim. That when I left, um, when I left Rockport that year, because it came out. When I left Rockport that year in '99, it came out later, and I, the the girl yes, I followed, it did, yeah. I had it. Well, anyway, what I'm trying to say is, I had the videotape. So before anyone knew what it was, like mm. we got the videotape of the Blair Witch because they had done like guerrilla marketing and gotten video, just spread videotapes out. And so wow. I, I don't know how we got it, but I didn't oh, so you knew got nothing. Like a yeah, we had a bootleg of Blair Witch before it came out to sort of to you know get the cred going for it. And man, that was freaky. We watched it like in a basement, and it was awesome okay, because so you had the ring version. Correct. You were just yeah. given a, a freaking VHS tape and said, "Watch this." And then yeah, I mean, I knew I was like, I mean, but I knew it was a movie, but I was yeah. like. But then you watch it in the dark basement, and it starts getting you like, eh, is this a movie? Oh, yeah. So it, it was the best way to watch it. So I loved it for that reason, and then I was just so impressed with it. I had the other one I did just like that was Catfish. Have you seen that one, Jim? The it's, Catfish it's, movie? It was called Catfish. There's an, before MTV Show, this was the movie that inspired MTV Show. Oh, my God. It's so freaky. That's another one to put on a list if you guys haven't seen it. Don't look it up. Don't watch it. Just watch it. Uh, but just don't watch it on edibles, which I did. The, I made a mistake of doing that the second time. <laughs> it really <laughs> effed me up. <laughs> edibles are tricky, man. I was the first time I did edibles, and I watched that movie, and I never did. I couldn't do edibles. So I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> my, I was so mad at my friend. Uh, but, yeah, that's a videotape. There you go, guys. Uh, but what was the question to Blair Witch? Did you guys like Blair Witch? Uh, what, when I remember when it came out, I watched it in theaters. No, actually, no, that's not true. I didn't watch it in theaters. I watched it after it came out of theaters, and I was very adamantly hating on the movie. I did ben. not like Blair Witch at all. It pissed me off. It, I felt it was very annoying, and uh, just for the way it ended, I was like going to school and be like, I hate you all who like this movie. I was very passionate about not liking Blair Witch. <laughs> oh, wow. I've got that on VHS still, too. <laughs> really? Wow. I'm more forgiving of it now, but back then, I that was a passion hate for me. I could not stand that movie. I that, I felt that way about Book of Shadows Part Two. What about you, Lewis? Uh, I I like the ending of the first one. Didn't like Book of Shadows, but I love the remake. The not the remake. The third was that the third movie. There's the a one, third one. Well, see, look, uh, man. There's a remake. Took, no, it's not. We went to Comic Con. And they go, we're going to show you this movie called The Woods. And th that's what the trailer said. So we went to Comic-Con. We start screening the movie. And then, like, 15 minutes into it, they're in the forest. Like, yeah, there's a legend of the Blair Witch Project. And we're like, holy shit, what? It was a sequel. <laughs> it was a sequel to it. It's called The Blair Witch. Uh, the Blair Witch. Not Project. It's called The Blair Witch. That Wait, was pretty Blair good. Witch uh, in 2000, okay. But that's what, yeah, Blair Witch in 2016, yeah. But you're set, but I yeah you're right. But, but we knew it was Blair Witch for the mark. But you're, I knew you're right. I remember there was a marketing initiative where they tricked people at first. But yeah, that was that. they didn't trick the consumers. They just tricked you know critics. It was called the Woods yeah. or something like that. Right, I do remember. You're right. Uh, Adam uh, Wingard made that one, and then it turned out to be a Blair Witch sort of continuation. I don't think it did well, but the video game is based on it. They just released one. Yeah, I haven't played the video game, but I. I People I know have said it's actually really good, the game. Mm. I just remember, um, was it the same guy who did it? Uh, I think one of the guys who directed the original Blair Witch. Am I, hold on, I don't want to sound stupid if I'm wrong. Was I? Was it Joe Berlinger? I, Is that who made it? No. Yeah, him and... Uh, no. 
What did Joe Berlinger do? Was it something else I'm thinking of? Well, he did the second one. He directed the second one, and then did that Metall- he did that Metallica documentary. There's some kind of monster or he whatever. He did Paradise and Lost. Did Why? Paradise Lost, yeah. Did he, he didn't have anything to do with Blair Witch? Am I crazy? He did a film called Brother's Keeper that I remember was really good. Uh, but I thought he had something to do with Blair Witch. He didn't? I'm mix, mixing. There's another guy who does them. Oh, you're uh, right. He did. Yeah, he no Paradise Lost. Two, maybe I don't know why I mixed it. Never mind. I don't know why that I mixed those two people. Did he do Par- Blair Witch Two? Hold on, I'm looking. I'm looking. Looking. I guess I'm wrong. Sorry, I di- sorry I digress for no reason. Continue, guys. <laughs> but Brothers Keeper by by uh, Joe Berlinger is a great movie too. I give the original movie a lot of props, man. They didn't have any money, you know what I mean, and they did. They made millions uh, with the marketing. It's true. Guerrilla yeah. marketing, man. It's Before uh, Paranormal Activity, those two movies, I was like, damn, those were good ideas. Anybody could have made those two movies. I love VHS. What is it called? VHS? Remember those found footage ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those were a cool good. idea. The first two were awesome. It was a good idea. I think they're doing a digital version now. I'm trying to bring it back. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, to quote Rat Bass, turd, Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms, bro. You're right. <laughs> Uh, there you go. A nice silent J, Jane Silent Bob. Uh, sorry, I'm tired. Jane Silent Bob. Uh, thing. I, I was actually underwhelmed with paranormal activity. Yeah, look, I thought it was just a brilliant concept. It just it was so well done, and I was just I was sitting there like, damn man, what a brilliant idea. Just a bunch of cameras around in a room, freaking people out. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I I agree. It wasn't the best movie. I I didn't, I didn't like any of the sequels. I gave up after the, two. The marked oh, ones yeah. was my favorite. Oh yeah, I remember the marked ones. The Mexican one, I love that yeah. one, dude. Love that one. Uh, James, yeah, we're talking about the VHS anthology movie. There's two of them, and I think they're trying to do a digital one now, if I'm not mistaken. There's three actually, and the third one was uh, I heard was awful. Yeah. So those uh, anthology movies, short films can be tough. You always get one good one. One they were connected one. though. They were always like, like there's a there's something connecting them all. It's like four so, rooms. It's all, Robert Rodriguez is always the best one with the hooker in the dead bed. <laughs> Four rooms. Oh you guys yeah, remember? four rooms. The, the Robert Rodriguez one is actually really, really. That's yeah, isn't actually. that Robert or is that Tarantino's? No, Tarantino's was the. Uh, Which one's the Bruce hooker in the bed? That's Rodriguez's, right? That was Rodriguez. Oh, uh, Tarantino's so good. Was uh, with Tarantino. He was in it, and His, they were wasn't as good. That was VHS. No, four rooms. No, four rooms. The four movie rooms. Four Rooms. Uh, Robert was, uh, Rodriguez's section four of Four Rooms is so good, but it's yeah, it's four. What, it's, what about? I think VHS had that plot where like these two guys, these guys went to a club, and they tried to put the date rape drug on this innocent girl, and uh, she turned out to be like some demon uh, fairy. And in the hotel, she fucking rips her dicks off. Man, it was fucking, it wow. was so messed up. It was bad. Well, if Joe Cocker didn't demonetize us, uh, Lewis oh. just did. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate that. That was worth it. <laughs> What does that? Does swearing do that? Yeah, saying uh, uh, we call it the Bud Light, but saying the other version of it does too. There's just certain words they have AI that like listens to your videos, so they know. And because they also have the closed captioning that they do through that function too, which isn't always correct. But you got to you can curse you can curse on YouTube. You just can't do it in the first Mm. four, four, three, or four or five minutes. Okay. I have there's like I at my level I can actually now try to pre uh, set it. So it asks, mm-hmm. like, do you have profanity? Do you have this? Um, and that way you can sort of pre-approve it. 
Um, so you have light profanity in the beginning and then heavier profanity near the end. They allow that for advertisers, but you just can't start with F-bombs. Um, gotcha. But wait, yeah. what if we were talking about Batman and his sidekick? It's weird. If you Dean say, Grayson. if you, I mean, I'm, this is already all good demonetized because I play the music, but if you say like trans yeah. or gay, that stuff will also, if you do it too early, for some reason they will trigger that too. So their, their algorithm of sort of keywords is crazy. Uh, Bunda, here's a random question. Top three Woody Harrelson movies. Ooh. You're, this mm. is a good show. We just call it top three, and then you have to have us all debate the top three Stallone movies, the top three uh, Woody Harrelson movies. I might do this as an idea. Maybe it's a fun spinoff of Movie World. I need quicker videos in between my longer ones. Uh, Woody Harrelson movies. I got to go um, People versus Larry Flint. He's amazing in that one. I loved Money Train. So I, I didn't like – I remember Money Train. I wasn't a big fan of Money Train. I liked Train. it. Uh, we got, uh, hold on, I'm going to his, open it up so I can stare at it. Here we go. Bunda! Uh, never, 902-09. I want a new Predator movie. The last one was bad. The last one had some elements that were great, but they messed it up. And the ending was supposed to have, did you guys know the ending to that new Predator was supposed to have, the first version was going to have Dutch show up, uh, Arnold. Mm. He was going to come in at the end when the armor came out. And then another one was going to have a xenomorph in there. And another movie was going to have Ripley in there. So they had like they had gotten prepared for like four other endings that would have made like the next movie to the, that Predator remake would have been the bomb. But they all of them, they, they ended up just giving him a super suit. It was so stupid. Uh, but yeah, that movie could have been a lot better. Sadly, it wasn't. But Woody Harrelson, let's do that quick. Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. He was great. And uh, Natural Born yeah. Killers. I got to go. Natural Born Killers and People vs. Larry Flynn are already my top two. And Kingpin. Oh, that is a funny mm-hmm. one. <laughs> That is a funny Kingpin, one. Yes. Um, so I was going to say Kingpin as well. So I agree with you on that one. I do agree. Natural born killers. Uh, that's a must. Uh, what was the one where he was a boxer? Um, oh, uh, man can't jump. <laughs> man, man can't <laughs> jump. No, he was a, that was basketball. Still doesn't matter. He's just saying it's that's got to be in there. He's not wrong. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah. No uh, country for old men. Oh my God. He's done a lot. No, he's definitely done a lot. No, I'm thinking of uh, he did a movie with Antonio Benditas. Antonio Benditas. Indecent Proposal? Come on, that's a great one. This oh, yeah, that was a good one. Play It to the Bone was the one where he's a boxer. The Cowboy yeah, Way? I, I did like Play It to the Bone. The Cowboy, I remember that one. I liked, he's he's getting a welcome to Saraveo. Sarah Saraveo. Sarah. Sarah, I can't say that word. Sarah, uh, how do I say that? Sarah, Vay, Sarah, Sarah, I can't. I'm too tired. But you guys know what I'm trying <laughs> to say. He was good in that movie. Uh, the Thin Red Line. He has a good part. Played to the Bone. Is that the baseball movie? No. Uh, or boxing movie, I mean? No, that's the boxing one, yeah. Can we count? Cheers. No. <laughs> uh, Who remembers? Semi-pro. Oh, um, Semi-Pro was another basketball movie he did. Forgot he was in that. What were you say? Who remembers Bosom Buddies? With the uh... Bosom Buddies, Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari. Yeah, yeah. he was really good that? in The Messenger. Actually, he's really good in that one. Uh, gentlemen, I gotta go. Yeah, I'm uh, about to wrap it. I was gonna say I have though, an 11 year old that to, wants to play VR. Go do it. I was gonna, uh, but uh, uh, to answer the question, it's it's White Man Can't Jump. I think probably Natural Born Killers and uh, uh, what was the other one we just said? Um, 
People versus Larry Flint. That's that's I'm I'm calling it. Uh, but Lewis, okay. all right, thank you, and man. And Venom, <laughs> Venom, well, Venom too. Lewis, thank you, man. We're gonna wrap up, but say out, say goodbye first. Go check out Nerd Report. Uh, go Thanks. subscribe. Love you, man. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Nice meeting you, uh, Jim. Nice meeting you. Later. Yeah, Later you man. too. Uh, and then as we wrap up with Jim and Don here, thank you guys who tuned in. Uh, yeah, I forgot. Let's, let's end this. But I was just answering your chats. Uh, wait, where did I go? Um, cool. Uh, Bunda, you're right. True Detective season one was really good. He was really good in that. He's got he's done good TV work. Between that and Cheers, they're they're both fantastic. Uh, Zombieland is probably another good one you could put up there. And you're right, True. Kingpin. I probably actually might pick Zomb- Zombieland or Kingpin over White Man Can't Jump. Uh, that's that. You're changing my opinion. But uh, top five, Jim Carrey. Oh man, it's that's Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, Truman Show. Eternal Man Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine. Oh, yeah. And, uh... So, all 94? Ma- the Mask. Yeah. Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber and the Mask, and then Eternal Sunshine. Oh, no, I'm going to take the mask and put Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon. Yeah. You got a Man yeah. on the Moon, uh, Truman Show, and Eternal Sunshine, no doubt. Ace Ventura, no doubt. Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got anyone who could disagree with that? I, I, so I, Ace Ventura... Dumb and Dumber. Eternal Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine. Truman Show. Truman Show. And then Man I think you, you could argue Man on the Moon is I, I think he's fantastic in it. You could also yeah. put uh the mask. You could also put in Liar Liar. No. I, I dig your five. Yeah, okay. Those are the I think that's the that's the five. See, I was never a fan of um the Eternal Sunshine. So but I like the one with the numbers. Number oh, one, two, three. Hotel yep. one, two, three, or something. Number twenty-three. Number twenty-three. I remember I watched that movie. Came out, walked into my car, and as soon as I saw the clock, it, uh, the numbers just clicked in my mind. I'm like, "That's a 23. <laughs> Everything <laughs> oh just added up to twenty-three. It got into my head. Yeah, I remember that movie. Oh, uh, and uh, me, myself, and Irene. Yeah. Uh, Bunda's saying it's better when we talk. Yeah, well, usually the second half of the show turns into that when you guys support and send like, topics to us, just questions. It gives us stuff to talk about. But thank you, Bunda. See, we're here. Uh, but I, I, in order for the SEO sake, I just try to get at least the opening main event to get people to come in and then sort of realize, oh, then they just hang. Uh, but you got to... Oh, Cable Guy! Oh, no! I got to take Man of the Moon out and put Cable Guy in. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. I love I Cable Guy. Cable Guy! It's so... People don't give it enough props. I think they have now. People mm-hmm. hated on it then, but oh, I love Cable Guy. He's such a freaking jerk, but it's so great. What's the best scene of Cable Guy for you? I mean, the, the medieval times, that whole thing is... Silence of the lambs. <laughs> uh, oh, it's so good. Matthew Broderick, that's it, good. Ben Stiller, man. He's done some good stuff. Cable Guy, good call. I, gotta, I, I might have to pull that one in. I would have forgotten. Uh, no cable guy, son. I'm just, no, come on, cable guy. I know. I'm sorry. I, I, you, you, thank you for reminding me. I didn't look at his filmography. I guessed. Uh, what were we saying before that? Anyway, we're wrapping things up. Uh, Truman Show, Eternal Sunshine, Cable Guy, Liar, Liar, Bruce Almighty. No, 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 no. No Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Get out of here, Foreskin Awakens. Get out of, and Dumb and Dumber. No, Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura are above Cable Guy. Those two, you don't have a Jim Carrey without those two. Those two defined him. And then everything else was just bonus. Uh, so Mighty and Yes Man were pretty good movies too. I wouldn't put them on my top five, but they were they're good. good. Bru- mm-hmm. uh, liar, liar, Bruce Almighty, Yes Man. I agree. Then The Mask, all good, solid comedies. He's he's done a lot, but yeah, no, they're not they're not top five. 
Uh, me, myself, and Irene, I never got into that one. Thought I was too, uh, I don't know, mean. Uh, but yeah, he's, dude, uh, Sonic. I love you, Philip Seymour. Was that was a weird good. one. But mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog, he's fucking fun in. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, he's, he's, it's, that's a return to form. Uh, t- come on. He's key. Well, if you pay me, I'll stick to do a question because you, well, it's a dollar 99. <laughs> so you get, a, you get one minute. Uh, you guys top three Denzel Washington movies. We all got to say training day. Am I wrong? No, it's, uh, I, but I think glory. I'm right, before I even look, dude, I love, um, I love, uh, what's it called? Equalizer. It's really fun. Yeah. It's a really fun Equalizer movie. Equalizer was really good. And two was, was gonna, fun. Not as good, but two still is fun. Yeah. I was going to say Fallen. Mm. And, um, oh, Malcolm what X. Philadelphia. Oh, Out of Time. Philadelphia, yeah, too. I mean, but Philadelphia and Malcolm X are like, they're so good, but then it's like, uh, it's not like ones I want to rewatch. Crimson Tide. Ah, oh, I love Crimson Tide. Him and Gene Hackman. Uh,. Oh wait, yeah. You know what? What was a good one I liked about uh, with Denzel was Inside Man. Also good. I like John Q. Yeah. Yo, that movie made me cry. Yeah. I remember that. I, I that was one of the first times I cried in a theater. Like I, not like man. Like I just had like a man tear come down. I was like, hey, I'm not judging. I got man tears all the time in these movies. Uh, yeah, I gotta go. Glory. If I'm from historical, I love. I love that movie. It's so well done. Glory. Shit, that's hard. Only three, you said? Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Shit. Shit. I, I know. I know my three. Man, there's two. Uh, Training day, yes. Training day, glory. I got to put those two in. Okay. For me. Training Day and Glory are going in there. And then I want to play Crimson Tide or something fun. Or, yeah, uh, out of all the action ones I'm looking at, because you got to pick an action one for them. Equalizer. Yeah, I'm, I'm torn on the action. I got to put, I mean, Malcolm X is a fantastic performance, but I probably would put a uh, Man on Fire and Bone Collector from Marcos. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to do this as a show. We should do this as a stream top three. And we'll do it on okay. Movie World. We're going to do a stream of Movie World. Stay tuned. I'm going to do it because i got to build up some hours there too. But we're going to do top three and we're going to do actors and we're going to sit there and uh, have some fights. And we'll, so we'll, we'll try it. So stay tuned, guys. Okay. Make sure you're subscribed over there because I need to build some hours. And that's sort of, I'm trying to find movie, strictly only movie talk. So this is a fun like debate top three. But what are you going to pick? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Crimson Tide. I love Crimson Tide. Go ahead. Okay. I love 90s action. Go ahead. Don, what are you picking? And then, Jim, you can tell me if you have any difference. Okay. So, for me, it's going to be um, Inside Man. I'm going to stick with that. And then I'm also going to go with um, Man on Fire. Mm. Oh, that was a good movie, too. Yeah. Tony yeah, Scott. I, right? Yeah. I love that because I remember when Punisher came out and then I saw Man on Fire. I'm like, that's my Punisher. That guy just went through town. Uh, when he thought the little girl was gone, oh, 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 there was nothing to stop him. Yeah. So I just love that. And then um, I am actually going to say Fallen. Yeah. Fallen. Uh, uh, that one was a, a psychological horror for me. 
and I, I, I loved Fallen with uh, Denzel Washington. And I also had um, John Goodman. Yeah. John Goodman. Yeah, and who played Casey Jones in the first Turtles movie. He was the main guy. Yes, yes. And that was the, my first time being introduced to, like, uh, uh, the time on my side song. Um, yeah. yeah. And you can't listen to that without thinking you might die later because someone <laughs> might have the soul of whoever. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what? On the radio, it becomes like this, you know, Jeepers Creepers thing. Exactly. And that and that movie will be more relevant today because it was passed on through touch. So, yeah. Uh, that's a good yeah that's a good point that was a fan and the way it ended i love the way that they did the ending because uh, like it was very clever for me and like yeah. how, how how to win but anyways i digress what's your choice so wait your third was my third fallen. choice was fallen fall okay you did pick fallen okay uh and then jim any you any, any of those yeah, choices I, I was gonna say fallen out of time wow the first few times I saw Out of Time that made me very, very nervous because I only got to catch it in certain pieces. I mean, I, I was just walking into the room as the movie was on. But that movie just freaked me out out of time. It was great. And then for a third, it would... I mean, I'm trying to think of like what I've seen lately and I can't remember... Virtuosity? Too much. <laughs> it's so, not that it, one. It would be The Equalizer. Yeah, equal, Equalizer's know. fun. Do you guys remember who the who, who played opposite him in Virtuosity? Uh, Russell Crowe. Nice. Ding, 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 ding. It's hard to believe. Yeah, Russell Crowe. I used to like that movie too. Uh, yeah, that's it. So it's, who did I just you forget? Yeah, Russell Crowe versus uh, Denzel. It, and I remember the cheap graphics. Well, it, it was good graphics then. But Ninety-five now, was not a good year for movies. I mean, it was fine, but it was not as good. And after ninety-four, ninety-five was like. Mm-hmm. This is a year of like Waterworld. You had Die Hard with a Vengeance, uh, Waterworld, uh, Braveheart, Apollo 13. Just so there was great, some... though. What do you mean? Which one? Die Hard with a Vengeance is great, though. I'm saying I'm, these are the ones that were good, but I'm saying it, then uh, it starts getting more disappointing. Yeah. It's not as good as 94. Uh, Flight. I didn't like Flight. And I didn't I didn't love um, – everyone kept talking Fences. Look, he's amazing. But I just felt like I was watching a play where I'm just like Denzel's acting. <laughs> He's just spitting and acting at each. It was him and Vlad Dallas, the amazing actors. They're just acting, and that was all the movie was. It was just like them walking around, acting, screaming at each other, crying and screaming at each other, and spitting at each other. I was like, "Look, it's great. It's really well done." But it was. It, I would rather <laughs> rather seen it on like a Broadway stage, you know, than as a movie. Uh, Slevin eighty nine favorite Alan Rickman movie. You guys are keeping me going. Uh, Die Hard. Die Hard. Oh, I mean, because otherwise, all of Harry Potter, he's great. But I gotta go. Die Hard. Oh, uh, okay. Him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It would be Galaxy fun. Quest. Ooh, he's really good in that. It's still Die Hard. He's <laughs> really good in that. He's really good in that. There you go. Favorite. Love. Such a sad. Sad. He's gone. Oh, what about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where he plays a robot? Still nowhere near. I would say uh, Snape and and uh, Galaxy Quest is a good one. Those are the top three for me. I don't know which Harry Potter. I gotta rewatch them all. But because he's sort of a he's very small, I, I'm, I'm my kids reading the books and I'm watching the movies with her again. But uh, uh, Dogma, oh that's a good one. He's good in Dogma too. Yeah. Uh, Prince of Thieves, it's true. Forgot he's in that too. But he's just doing another version of, of oh, uh, wow. Hans Gruber. It's... He's doing another version of Gruber, not as well. It's it's definitely Die Hard and Galaxy Quest and then Harry Potter are the top three. 
if you just sum it all up. But top three. All right, we're going to do it. And I, I was already thinking, we you know what you do for that show? You probably have a couple actors, and then you challenge, but you have like a die. A die. So you, you, you pull the actor out of the hat, and then you roll, and it's either a three, a four, or a five. And that way, it's like it's harder. You have to pick the top three, the top four, the top five. That could be fun. Oh, uh, that's cool. I uh, get to dust off your D&D dice. Yeah, I'll use some dice. Uh, exactly. Brad Pitt. Do we get, all right, we're going to get three movies, four movies, or five movies. And then we sort of, you, panel of three has to do it. I think we're going to stay tuned. I'm going to develop that one because that could just be a fun hangout movie show. Urbunda, uh, you're killing me. Brad Pitt movie. Fave Brad Pitt, favorite Brad Pitt movie. Seven. It's not really Brad Pitt's best movie, but it's my favorite movie he's in. Uh, I fucking love that movie. Uh, I'm gonna just. Uh, I'm gonna go with Snatch. I'd go with Fight Club. I was gonna say Fight Club's next up. Twelve Monkeys is probably one of his best performances. That or True Romance. <laughs> yeah. Money, yeah. I also liked him in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. He's great in Moneyball. Moneyball is really good. Uh, but for me, it's seven. Just personal. I took him in that last Tarantino movie too. But I mean, he was he was good. It wasn't his best movie, but he was good. I mean, he was just playing Brad Pitt. Yeah, but he, <laughs> yeah. my two would be seven and and Fight Club. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, 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 he, performances though. Twelve Monkeys was great. I think that was his first. He was an Oscar nominated for that one. Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't, I don't remember that movie enough. Uh, it's worth it's worth checking out. He's uh, Terry Gilliam. He did good in that. Uh, yeah, it's got to be that. Um, he was in Contact. Oh no, he wasn't Contact. River runs through California. I really liked California, with a K. David Duchovny, Brad Pitt. That's a good one. Underrated. Glo- uh, cool World. I freaking hated Cool World. Oh, it's like trying oh, to be Roger like Rabbit. World. I didn't like yeah, I it. I forgot about that movie. Legends of the I Fall. Remember. He's okay. Interview with the Vampire. Eh. True Romance. I would put out that one up there too. Devil's Own. Didn't like it. Seven Years in Tibet. Meet Joe Black. Uh, what about Troy? Spy Game. I really like Spy Game. Him and Rob Redford. I want to rewatch that one actually. That'd be a fun rewatch. That's directed by Tony Scott, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Uh, I did uh, interview with Vampire always hold, uh, holds uh, a fond place in my heart for that one. I just watched La- The Science of the Lambs last night. Because uh, I-, I might do a video, on, I don't know, but I-, I forgot how he does those shots. He does so many of the shots, the camera dialogue scenes, staring straight to camera, talking to each other. It's so weird. But it really does help make the movie be a little creepy. But yeah, it- there's some problems with that, with that movie in the rewatch, but uh, it's still Anthony Hopkins. Oh my god, he's so good in that movie. Uh, anyway, what's what, the one you said? Uh, interview with a vampire uh, for Brad you, Pitt. You did that hold up? I haven't watched it uh, recently, but like uh, it was a, like a year or two ago, I watched it and I still enjoyed it. I mean, you got to take it as a period piece, and I always it's always held a fond place in my heart for it. Hmm. And then I'll you got to remember, like. I remember there was like Antonio Banderas. There was a lot more actors in it than I uh, originally remembered. And when I rewatched it, I'm like, oh, this person is still in this. Drew's right. We didn't say Inglorious Bastards. He's good in that one, too. That's a movie That's I true. didn't like, but everyone tells me to rewatch it. And I'm going to, it's on my list of, to rewatch because I hear it's better on the second time. But I, I, I liked it. I didn't love it. But I always forget about it because I didn't love it. But I, I, I'm. I'm going to give it another shot because so many people love it. Uh, all right, let's go to bed. It's I've, I've lost track of time because we're doing. It. Thank you guys for supporting. And then Jim, welcome yeah. to, to the back to the to the family. Uh, you just uh, 
I guess Facebook is where we talk. Hit me up. I'll make sure we have our numbers. And yeah, let's talk movie world, dude. I need help over there I'm trying to build something yeah. fun. Oh, it's that's that one fun. I'm just doing for fun because I don't make any money on that channel. And yeah. uh, but I'd love to keep it going because I think it's a long play of it could be a really fun place. So if you if you want to get in on that and start doing some, dude, reach out. Let's talk. I'll make sure yeah. you have the number. And uh, Adon, my man, good. Uh, Nathan Taylor is telling us Kevin Bacon. All right, start submitting them for the show. These are all these are all test episodes. But best Kevin Bacon tremors. <laughs> I, I want to uh, see that new one that is rentable now. You, you have I didn't to like it. I, didn't I like, want to do that. I didn't like it. I like, didn't like Ste- it. Uh, Stir of Echoes. Uh, ooh, Stir of Echoes. That, that'll be my best, Kevin. Bacon. The Woodsman. Cop Car. Oh, Woodsman. Oh. Footloose. Friday the 13th. <laughs> He's done a lot. <laughs> yes. Flatliners. Few good men. That's, that's a good. Uh, that's Planes, a good trains, and automobiles. Forgot he's in that. Steals the cab. Oh. Oh yeah. Apollo thirteen. That's, yeah, Apollo thirteen. I'm going tremors. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with a stir of echoes though for me. I yeah sure. <laughs> Jim's like I gotta go look with uh, too tired to keep going but thank you man thank you for that support uh, thank you Nathan we'll see you stay tuned we'll do that show we can all hang out and do more of those talks uh, so that's what we got lots more coming Jim anything you want to plug or say uh, check out Turkey Vulture there you go. find him on Bandcamp it's my new band we're coming out with an uh, EP in a couple days Turkey yeah. Vulture on Bandcamp there you go alright I'm gonna do it too Awesome. Boo boo. And then Adon is over at Nerd Tots for some DD on YouTube. The link's in the description. Always the videos. You can find them in there. Absolutely. Uh, and then you would say, Adon. Uh, we just found some lost audio. So we're going to try like making like a narrated uh, video to put the, post that up. So it should be interesting. And uh, we did a test run last last week on Twitch. So we're going to try putting up some videos on Twitch there too. Groovy. Love it. Well, stay tuned for him and go subscribe. And that's all we got. Thank you so much for watching. Go watch my airplane video if you're still looking to do. We need views on that one. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to send it to you right now. Uh, make sure you have the link. Go give it another watch. Watch it. Watch it like ten times tonight. <laughs> we need to get. You need to get that moving. Uh, airplane movie world. That's because I. Uh, hold on. There it is. Dun dun dun. But uh, it's worth it's worth checking out. And uh, more is coming. And this weekend, my kids and I, I think it's Monday, I already I banked out. I'm not going to be here next week. Well, I might be, but uh, Thursday will be. But the rest of the week, I'm banking stuff because I'm going to try and take a little vacation yeah, at a is place lo- nearby here. But uh, So you might not see me as much. Hold on. But in the meanwhile, go watch this a bunch of times. Here we go. There it is. If ten of you go watch that ten times. We'll get 100 more views. That'll help. So go watch it. I just put the link in there. Uh, That's what we got. So thanks so much for everybody for watching, staying with us live, uh, or listening to us after the fact in a members section or on an audio format, uh, because a lot of this will be disappeared or be behind a paywall (laughs) or there. Uh, So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Awesome to talk to you guys. We will see you next week. Uh, That's all I got. Bye-bye. most.